welcome to the first Rated On Games cast of 2021. This is episode 124, because I do actually count the Game of the Year episodes as, like, you know, 122, 123. So this is 124. Today is the 20th of January when we're recording this. Uh, uh, Happy New Year, Nico, and everyone. Hooray! Uh, (laughs) It's solved. We're, We're fine now. Nothing it's wrong will ever happen again. <laughs> oh, aye. It's, uh, yeah, I, I feel like a lot of people were, like, really, you know, hyping up, like, oh, thank fuck we're getting out of 2020. It's like, you do realize that that is just the number. It's like, it's- you realize just some, like, <laughs> some sheep herders a couple hundred years ago just, like, invented that, right? Like, I mean, like... <laughs> It's really just one big year since the dawn of time, guys. I don't. I, like, it's, <laughs> I'm still in year one, baby. T- I mean, time is just like a measurement we made, right? Like, like <laughs> it's time just been going. Construct, man. You could argue it's never been 2020, or it's always been 2020. So, <laughs> and you'd be right either way. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Sorry to get I... freaky deaky on you kids so early, but. Uh, <laughs> Hey, yeah, we're 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 taking a more Rogan esque approach now, and we're we're both on we're both our fucking nuts on DNT. Hey, man, you see this? Um, Sorry, I just, sent, I, just, I just sent Hamish a picture of like animals punching each other, or whatever the fuck Joe Rogan likes to watch. Uh. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're watching kangaroo MMA today. So. <laughs> oh, did you get, get him in the get him in the clinch, and he was just hopping around like a kangaroo does. Hey, um, uh, astrophysicist that I have on my show, what do you think would happen if a kangaroo punched <laughs> you in the balls? <laughs> hey, you ever, hey, you ever smoke weed? Right. <laughs> the entire the entire point of the Joe Rogan show is to prove that astrophysicists may have also smoked weed at one point. See, um, they're just like us. Like, is that what he's trying to do? Yeah. Like, what are, what is he, like, what's his goal? Yeah. Uh, shout oh, out to uh, I guess our technically our coworker since we're on Spotify as well. Uh, <laughs> Yes, our peer yeah. and colleague, and yeah. dare I say, good friend. Oh yeah, Joe Rogan. brilliant friend of the cast. Um, I don't know if you know, but we actually invented his his little line, "What up, freak bitches?" I don't know if you knew that, but uh, that's actually from us. We penned that. It's such a fucking shit like recording of it as well. It's, it's, it's just that fucking like stupid logo. <laughs> It's that stupid logo that it swings around of just his fucking face. Joe Rogan cosplaying as Henry Rollins' back tattoo, you mean? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, really? Uh, Just like this kind of really shitty recording, just, what up, freak bitches? Um, (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, It's all, it's all, it's all, it's all, jokes here no ill will whatsoever to anyone <laughs> just generally uh hey joe rogan's a comedian he should be able to take this heat that we're, uh, <laughs> we're playfully throwing at him exactly yeah if not i'm uh, gonna storm the stage and tell everyone his ethnicity or whatever he did to <laughs> Charles Mencia. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh god uh it's, it was it was that something about him like that guy stealing jokes or whatever well, uh, also, know. Carlos Mencia's name is like Neil or something like that. <laughs> I, mean, I think it's like German. <laughs> Some crazy thing. <laughs> Joe Rogan's like, this won't stand. 
Joe Rogan was right, but it was weird the way he went about it. <laughs> like, <he> t- <laughs> 2007, I believe, was like a very weird time for something like that to go down. Like, he didn't have people storming a stage with their friend filming on their phone. Back yeah. <laughs> it, was a, it was a new medium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like the equivalent of like someone taking to the YouTube comments to be like, "You fucking that key binding should be this. You didn't do it the right way." <laughs> uh, old old YouTube heads may remember what uh, Jerry Organ did as a response video, or sorry, reply video. Remember those? Remember Reply Girls? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Leave a yeah. leave a comment wherever we've posted this podcast. If you remember the the Reply Girls of YouTube, and if you wonder what they're yeah, doing, yeah. Now, <laughs> That was a that was like good money for like a hot second. I I believe uh, being like a like a scene girl who like replied to like a viral video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a weird. Uh, bring that back, you two. That's fucking hilarious that people could just like respond to you and like pin their fucking video under your video. Can you imagine that? <laughs> that's that's that is like such a fucking wild concept. Like, yeah. I, as someone who makes YouTube videos now, the idea that someone could like have a video underneath my video force your video to be related to theirs like really without your consent from what i understand how it used to be it's just like all right i just have a bunch of girls like with gnarly cleavage under my video (laughs) they want to they want to talk about my my take on fucking absurdist theory and fucking death stranding or whatever uh Uh, yeah uh, yeah 2021 um nothing of note has happened this year um (laughs) Well, that's good, right? <laughs> yeah, hooray! It's, yeah, uh, nothing troubling will ever happen in twenty twenty. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's no, January twentieth, and I've seen, I've yet to see anything. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. I mean, uh, I, I don't know. It's all. It's all fucking. Like, I'm. I'm just. It's so kind of draining at this point. That it's just like I'm. I'm just trying to focus on, like. Just getting like I, I, you know, I've I've had like, you know, I might be moving soon and stuff, and yeah. like yeah, because we we we, you know, there's all sorts of fucking like, fucking moving is a nightmare. Like trying to find trying to find a place first, then fucking because I'm self-employed, <laughs> like I I I I have you know, there's they basically, I mean, the way, the way, like you know, they basically treat you as if you have you are a newborn baby out the womb. And it, like, but one that they're like, right, you got to fucking pay us right now. And you got, how the fuck can, can you have any money whatsoever doing what you're doing? You're as um, good as like a convicted felon in their eyes. If you just like, like don't like have like a, like a stable looking income to them or something. Or like, oh yeah, like self-employed, I guess to them just means like you don't have a job. It's, it's <laughs> fucking nuts, man. It's, it's like, it's, it's, and I'm like, and it's one of these things where, you know, like COVID obviously threw a lot of stuff into disarray including living situations and stuff like that and it was just like okay well i I kind of maybe don't really have the documents that you want me to have and stuff like it's but it it turns it turns out it's all fine it's getting sorted and stuff like that and um so i always add a thing just go like hey like ask ask the place i'm I'm coming from i'm very prompt with my yeah i I always like throw that in just like yeah yeah that's 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 the thing that's the thing i've always i've been saying to them like it's it's just like Look, you know, I, I, I have have the money to pay for this and you can check my record. I'm consistent with my fucking payments. It's like, you know, it, it, I'm not going to fucking bounce or anything yeah. like that. You'll it's, notice I have like um, nothing on my history of 
applying and then scoring apartments that I can't afford because <laughs> I just not, yeah like, <laughs> you would know I just, like, <laughs> it's it's hard enough to fucking score an apartment that you can't afford it's like it's, 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 in this like, economy it's, who has the fucking time or patience or money <laughs> to live like that where you're just like constantly yeah no <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I but you know fingers fingers crossed should maybe have a place sorted um oh, yeah. but but yeah so um finally a place I, for all of your pop figurines to breathe and be shelved correctly um I, all I your mean, variants I was of that, iron man <laughs> i was thinking all my fucking gun gundam models yeah, sorry gundam <laughs> no, that's, a, fucking... that's that's <laughs> you mean boomer pops yeah okay <laughs> exactly <laughs> sorry sorry gen x pops let's be real <laughs> yeah um but i yeah because because i mean i i can't i can't really show you a picture of what my desk setup has been for the last fucking i understand it's like the very first harry potter where you're just like under a staircase with spiders growing everywhere and (laughs) nobody lets you out you're locked in for the better part of the day well so so there's there's only one place in this in 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 this flat that i can actually record like so this is like I, i i can't I can't do the podcast without it being kind of echoey and stuff like that. It's not actually been too bad, like, from what I've listened to and, like, listened back to and everything. I, I've just had, I've had this... to, like, up your noise gate by 10%. It's really no big. Yes. Like, that, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. that's all that all it needed. But Yeah. So, also, so uh, like, from where I'm hearing it literally right now as I speak, it sounds fun. So, you're, you're good. Yeah. Hooray! <laughs> Hooray! Um, <laughs> but, like, you know, I, there... It's it's just kind of lucky that the fridge is behaving itself just now, and because because otherwise that would be getting in the fucking recording, and it's like <laughs> that needs to be like your solo album name, like like an acoustic. The, fr- <laughs> the fridge is behaving itself. <laughs> something so it's beautiful like, about that sentence. I don't know what it is. It's, 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 it sounds like a new metal guy that got like a, a rolling synth and is like, oh man, check it. I'm making an ambient album. Uh, you know, it's like, oh, the fridge is behaving, and it's like, wow. Um, but it's uh, <laughs> like, so there's there's one there's one part of this flat that I can, it's it's, in, it's I have to like jam the fucking microphone into uh, part of my girlfriend's cupboard, <laughs> it's like, and, and just kind of like lean my head in. So, like a bit so it just kind of looks like i'm just smelling a cupboard and um and and then just d- deliver my fucking script because it's it's and and then the desk i've got is essentially a dinner table that is that we can't we like it's one of those ones that you fold out the ends of it um but we can't really we don't have the space to fold out a fucking entire dinner table so we've kind of just got a, like a dinner table un like you know, folded in on itself and stuff, and it's just the tiny little bit in the middle. I'm currently balancing a fucking PS4, my fucking 32 inch monitor, my keyboard, and my mouse on this like tiny little thing. I've got a really uncomfy chair, <laughs> and I'm just like, so like that's the way I've been working since fucking March. And I, and I said in my fucking game of the year video, I've been working a lot. <laughs> like it's so like I've kind of been like the, the weird thing is that they never really, you know, you. It sounds like I'm getting fucking old as shit here, but it's it's like, you know, you never anticipate how difficult fucking 
how strenuous an uncomfortable desk and chair setup is going setup is going to be on your fucking wrist. Yep. Like I, I feel like I'm getting fucking RSI or something like that. It's like you know, it's like I, I I go this you know there was a period where I was like going to bed and I just feel my fucking pinky twitching like you know just this is, <laughs> is, is like you know and I'm just. Uh, like developing like, gamer I, I, claw, I see. <laughs> like, oh. But it's it's because like the desk is slightly too high, the chair is slightly too low. Like, it, you know, I can't adjust it any higher. Dude, I'm and fucking it's like... opposite. I got a, a chair that's too high, and my desk and screen are a little too <laughs> low. I have to be that fucking Coraline meme guy, the fucking depressed dad with the glasses. <laughs> Doing the a one number. They're always it. like. The one, the, the the meme where they're all, where everyone on Twitter is always like, oh, it's the, it's the Twitter, it's the, it's the moments guy having to explain why this is trending. <laughs> like it's probably a robot, guys. It's probably not yeah. a physical human being keying that shit in. <laughs> but okay, Got a horrible dystopian job would that be? Oh God! Oh, Uh-oh, oh, the that's, Hunger that's Games is trending because Lady Gaga looked like the Hunger Games. I'm actually quoting. <laughs> I'm I'm staring at the trending sections. Like, no, oh, I thought yes. it was a fucking joke. Here you go. Trending in the United States, Hunger Games. There are a lot of Hunger Games references coming Lady Gaga's way, given her ensemble at the Biden Harris inauguration, particularly in regard to her dove brooch. Brooch, brooch. I don't give a fuck. Which some compared to Mockingjay to a Mockingjay. What does this mean? Uh, I don't know what these words mean. Uh, I, right, honestly, that like I I I feel like such a fucking boomer, but that's like half the fucking shit I read on Twitter nowadays. I'm like, what did that sentence mean? It's like, it's a, you know, I'm like, um, people are standing uh, shit I've never even heard of. I don't get it. It's, like, well, it's, it's it's the amount of fucking like Minecraft YouTubers that are like people are like, oh yes, yeah, Stan, and I'm like, like I I I, I actually like I, one of the like one of the fucking guys that keeps coming up in the fucking trending thing. And I don't have like personalized trending on because i'm like fucking don't look at what i'm looking at i don't want to know what the robot thinks of me so i don't yeah exactly (laughs) yeah so i'm just so i'm just going by like generalized fucking trends and stuff and it's like all these fucking minecraft youtubers and it's it's like and i watched one of these fucking videos and 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 that was the thing that convinced me right okay twitter is all children now is because it's just like i I watched one of these things and i was just like right this is giving me a fucking headache like this if, if ever i needed like it's not like i needed confirmation that twitter is no longer for me <laughs> um but i have it now and it's like okay i'm just not gonna fucking check it i'm just sticking um, to only posting uh oblivion npc rumors yeah. and it's like really been it's also really funny that there's like an oblivion rumor that applies to like any world event that's going on <laughs> like it's kind of really it's been, it's been like really fun meta game of just being like all right like what like describes what's going on right now through the lens of oblivion npcs <laughs> and they all there's always something <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's it's been it's been it's been fun to watch this new this new this new shtick you've got. <laughs> I almost um, broke it. I had to delete it. I I like I like, I I just did a normal Nico take, and I was like, what am I doing? I broke my my rule, and I, I had to delete it. Quickly. <laughs> yeah, ex- uh, yeah. So it, I mean, that's actually quite good if you set your account for just that purpose. Then 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 it means that you can't ever go back on it and it's it's just gonna like, be I, I, well then also i i i viewed the the i i posted a picture without any comment but i figured this was good enough to post where it just says oh yeah, yeah jonathan yeah. davis did vocals and played bagpipes <laughs> on the first corn album fun fact <laughs> i didn't know that i i i mean well when i when i saw corn he was still doing the bagpipes thing 
Did he wear a kilt? He seems like a dude who he he seems yeah. like he'd be one of those cringy Americans who's like I'm very Scottish and like wears a kilt every fucking day because he, yeah. he's like oh god. Uh, well, you know, he's like he, well the I think was was it his birthday or was it I think it was his birthday and like Slipknot brought out a Scotland cake or something like that. Um cuz cuz it was it was corn opening for so it was fucking this will date this will date it was it was King 810. Remember those fucking guys, the guys who were like, this fucking, our shows are violent because of my violent heart or whatever the fuck. Um, and it's, it's this fucking, the shittiest fucking Flint new Michigan's metal revival. greatest produced art. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they were fucking terrible. Like, if, 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 King, if King of 101 came out to, today, they'd be as big as fucking Bring Me the Horizon, but they came out in 2014, 15 or something like that. Bands like this so, walked um, so that uh, Code Orange could run. <laughs> 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 Although, I, oh, was was Code Orange before King 810? No, no, King 810, uh, let's see. 2007. They got they got a couple oh, of years right, on right, okay, Code Orange. Yeah. Code Orange probably saw them yeah. and went, fuck, we were going to do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> Jamie or whatever he was. was Jambi, like, saw that dude. guy and was like, jo- jo- I Jambi. Guy. <laughs> I refuse to look up his real name. He's Jambi. <laughs> big big Jambi. Um, was, uh, saw them and was like, Wait, this is his world? No, this is my fucking world. I am king. Uh, I am king. <laughs> One day I'll be doing that, accompanying wrestlers out as the end of the ring it's with a guy that looks like Billy Eilish ma- mashed up with Mertz bow. What's <laughs> what's uh, that one uh, Code Orange song that sounds like if you were listening to Converge on a CD and then it skipped into into shoegaze? <laughs> what's that one? <laughs> <laughs> I guess every, every single fucking one. You know the so one where it's like. Dun dun dun. 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 It's been a while since we had a code orange impression. It's so funny. It's like a very. I find it very therapeutic imitating Jombie's voice. Oh god, this, uh, that's that's a band that was like they came up around. They, they they seemed to come up around the same time as like Full of Hell, and it was like you know, and and, and like they they played a bunch of shows together, and like I saw Full of Hell and Code Orange performed. I, I I've, I've probably talked about this show on the podcast before, but it was they were opening for Circle Takes the Square, which was just they were they were one of the most fucking boring bands on the planet, but. <laughs> I know so many people love that band. <laughs> Same, like, I, I, like, like that was that was like people were like, "Oh my fucking god, this legendary band is coming to Glasgow or whatever." I'm gonna go out and live like, here, maybe fire some shots and say, like, Circle Takes the Square was one of those bands that those kids who like wore Loma Prieta shirts were really into, and they like <laughs> said they listened to Page Ninety Nine, but I don't think they did. You know, like those types of kids. <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly, exactly. Um... <laughs> Aye, it was, uh, oh, so, so yeah, like, so, so, so Circle Takes a Square were headlining and it was, uh, Full of Hell and Code Orange, like, it, it was Full of Hell, then Code Orange, then, um, like, then, then Circle Takes a Square. Yeah, well, and, and it was, uh, uh, and, and Full of Hell are like, they're, 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 you know, they're one of my favorite fucking metal bands, like, they, they, 
are have managed they've managed to do the thing that every single other fucking like hardcore or power violence band in the kind of 2010s like tried to do which was incorporate like oh we're incorporating noise into our sound where it's just they basically have like a blast beat section and then just a noise section and it's like okay this is really like you know i get it but every single fucking band's doing this it's no longer like subversive or whatever like full of hell actually like worked it into their actual songwriting process and like you know they did they did that album with Mertzbow that is the only album the only collaborative album that Mertzbow's done where Mertz, where it's not just like the band playing and they get drowned out by fucking Mertzbow <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> like it's uh, you know which is it, you know is like I, I don't know but it's, it's ASMR so, like, Hell- trying to watch a band you like while Mertzbow plays <laughs> on another stage <laughs> exactly it's like you know like they're they're just like fucking going for it Mertzbow's playing his wee fucking guitar made out of a fucking extension cord or something it's just just, he's like just strumming very lightly um uh, so yeah so full of hell were really great they were they had a very kind of like cohesive set and it was very like you know you see full of hell i've seen them like a few times like you know they they are like you know we've, we've like i've played like played shows with them a few times and stuff as well and um they're like every single time they just fucking school whoever is on that fucking bill with them and then they were followed by code orange they were still called code orange kids at the time um (laughs) and it was just it was like everything about how my friend thought they were called the culkin kids And he would just like always say it, and it's like that's I'm never gonna correct him. I don't know. <laughs> oh god, I mean it's so perfect. Like you know, it's it, like so. So the way the thing with Code Orange is that when they dropped the kids from their name, it felt like you know, it felt like someone going from like Cartoon Network to Toonami or something like that. Dude, where it's just I, I like, didn't oh, that I'm, 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 I'm the Robax, the, the, the Robax. What the fuck did I just say? <laughs> the Rugrats got all grown up. It was just like that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, wow. Now we get to see so, what they're like in their teen years. <laughs> it was weird so, like, seeing like a bunch of five-year-olds playing heavy music before that but it was it's, it's <laughs> yeah it's like oh it, it, it just it totally struck me with that like with that kind of like oh we're not kids anymore we're it was like when uh, miley cyrus t- did the hard step away from hannah montana <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, but the death witch <laughs> records version of that i guess <laughs> And it was uh, the thing is it was like so full of hell came on and and they they weren't they weren't playing to like that many people but code orange was code orange kids was the one that everyone was like all the popcorn kids up. came in for some reason you're like why are you here <laughs> what is going on oh yeah they're in I that think, I adventures get, dude like what uh, okay. I, 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 I thought i might give that heavy music a try um and it's just you know everyone's kind of like nodding i saw their heads one of the guys and, in like, title kind of, fight wearing a code orange shirt and i said i have to check this out <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's trying to like crowd kill to this song that's just a bunch of different ideas just slammed awkwardly together so it's like different tempo like you know obviously you can do fucking changing time signatures and tempos and all that kind of stuff like but there, there there's like there, there's an element of song craft to to the bands that do that stuff well it's 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 not just when code orange kids were like oh i have this idea and then someone else a few days later is like, I have this completely different idea. What if they just went together regardless of any kind of like cohesion or whatever? And uh, <clears throat> it's, and it was just, it was, it was 
kind of laughable in a way. It was like you just saw this. You just saw Full of Hell do this like fucking incredible, just like outburst of pure fucking fury, <clears throat> and then you see like these guys that look like they're like trying very hard to look cool. You know, the bassist is like stomping about. And, I I gotta say, and, I love the bassist something in in Code because he just like it looks like they found a drifter. And like put him in the band or something. It's like some, some dude they found while Terry. Like he he sticks out like a sore thumb. He's like huge and he's just like this well, big red it, like, beard now. He's terrifying. The thing is, the thing is, like there was a lot of bands in the fucking hardcore scene around then, like um, that were you know they would it was you know you'd, you'd play with them and, they, and they'd fucking like they were the ones that would like go out into the crowd and like start fucking punching people and stuff like hey get it fucking going and you talk to them in real life and they were fucking timid as shit um and it, and it's just and it's like and it was just this fucking thing of like you know code orange like really reminded me of that fucking bullshit like like macho fucking thing like of, of just like you know everyone beat each other up like you know there was there was a whole thing with like brutality will prevail like do you remember that fucking band from fucking wales and it was like they they, they used <laughs> to they used to go out <laughs> exactly yeah. they, like they, they used to go out on fucking they used to go out on stage and were just like actively encouraging people like you know i want to see broken noses and broken legs and shit like that and it's it's like you're you're putting yourself in a really fucking big bad coming position from a guy here. from like a fishing village made of wood dude most like <laughs> yeah exactly i don't know and it's you know it's one of those things where like you, you know you can enjoy the music and stuff but the, the people making it were fucking idiots right um hey so yeah. everybody everybody needs their own music even like racist car mechanic middle-aged men i don't know, you know like, everybody needs their jams come on <laughs> so i uh, i that's just, <laughs> how long we've we fucking talked for like half an hour about fucking code orange um, it's been the huaba daba minute uh <laughs> oh, this has man, been code man. orange minute x or wait like uh slash slash the worm chapter five the bile of flower god or whatever the fuck they're they, they always have a title like that it's like it's, it's like a fucking band like vein or whatever the, the band vein that changed their name to vein.fm <laughs> get on that scrobbling trend of the 2000s <laughs> why can we oh, why, why can't a band just be last oh. fm <laughs> oh man it's, it's it's like one of those things where like you know it, it, i i you know I, I tend to like stay away from you know like I, I i respect like youtube creators and like you know if anyone's like talking shit about anyone else and stuff i like stay out of that because I, and I, and I like I, I really don't like that idea of like kind of creator like infighting and stuff and like it's you know i just kind of um but here's you know, a list of I, youtube I, 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 uh, I, contemporaries you hate <laughs> <laughs> no no it's, I, I just think i just think it's like a pretty like classless way to be it's like you know people worked hard i got respect the hustle and all that when it comes to fucking bands i'm like the fucking opposite i'm just like fuck this fucking band they're shit. i've seen um, too much ridiculous nepotism and nonsense and bullshit and <laughs> to, to ever yeah, be yeah. like oh that guy earned it <laughs> to, to a lot of bands I'm just like, ah. it, well, that's, that's that's the thing it's like it's you know it, when 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 you kind of when I think about it, I'm like, well, actually, you know, I kind of have seen been seeing this shit go on for like most of my life. <laughs> so you know, so like, so I I can kind of spot this shit a mile away. Like, and you know, I I don't know. It's it, 
it's fucking you know the the heavy music scene anywhere pick any heavy music scene it's going to be filled with fucking bullshit um but uh yeah i don't know i just i it, that's, that's another thing as well like i haven't i haven't really been involved in any kind of music scene really like i dude the only scene you, you need know. is you and yourself man you just need to Army of One. Yeah, Army of One. <laughs> it's like a fucking Henry Rollins interview where he's like being really shitty to that kid. It's like, it's, you know, it's like, I'm uh, on my know, side. It's like, oh, what's this? You got your little rat tail bullshit. How come you didn't play TV Party today? <laughs> That's that's a great video because it's such a deadlock of assholes. Like both uh, those yeah. dudes are being dicks. Yeah, <laughs> so it's yeah, yeah that's, that's that's the thing. It's like the, the the kid is being a fucking asshole who doesn't get it. I think I think and, so. And, I think younger people watch that, and I don't think they understand that that kid is also being a dickhead. Like, like yeah, he's being yeah, a dude. Yeah. Like, he's trying yeah. to be a dick. Like he's he's he's, try, he's trying to provoke a fucking re- like you know if you like you you watch old fucking black flag shows and you can say all you want about fucking henry rollins melodramatic fucking like get in the van kind of like oh i am a shadow of myself and all that kind of stuff but like i'm black the judge flag shows, jury <laughs> yeah but you watch like old you watch old fucking videos and stuff and those fucking shows got wild <laughs> it's like in, in a way that's the the kind of it, there was literally a scene of people who were like let's beat up henry rollins because he's he's got <laughs> long hair that's 80s punk logic good old 80s punk i love 80s punk man they're funny as fuck it's 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 great it's great we saw joey shithead come out in like a dress and we just we just didn't know what to do (laughs) i like the easiest crowd to freak out (laughs) yeah that's that's the thing it's like they they kind of like you know they were they were posited as like oh the, the the misfits of society but it's like if anyone fucking like you know diverged from from any kind of if you didn't like, look like ian mckay co- basically for a good chunk of the yeah. 80s people were like who is this guy he's freaking me out man he's got hair <laughs> oh god it's funny oh um but yeah i don't know it's it's <sighs> so video games <laughs> every time i think of that interview i just think of greg ging going that's a pretty lame way to feck <laughs> And then, who's the fucking Burt's on the, like, his only, his oh, only uh, that's fucking, uh, Bill Stevenson, one of the best Bill drummers Stevenson, in yeah, all yeah, of punk yeah. music. <laughs> See these hands, man? You think that's selling out? <laughs> I may or may not have done that to people as a joke, and they did not get the joke oh, when, God. uh, at a couple of shows a couple of years ago, I used to do that. I'm, 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 I was, like, an in-joke a couple of times with my friends. If I if I ever get like YouTube comments again telling me I'm like selling out for having a sponsor or something, I'm just gonna see these hands, man. See these hands. Like, it's like they look clean. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's because I keep my gear clean. Like, I still gotta care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this this fucking desk and chair setup is killing my fucking wrist, man. <laughs> oh god, oh, that fucking that interview's so fucking funny. It's the way he starts like kind of prodding him with the fucking. He like starts hitting him and like. Him on the head with a fucking microphone. His shirt very lightly <laughs> and then and, like, strokes his hair and so yeah. oh henry rollins is such a fucking wank <laughs> he's so great he's like the funniest yeah. like only like uh, only a perfect storm of that like whatever the fuck led that guy to the 80s to create this weird 
like I don't even know what you call this personality type. He's like angry, macho guy, but he's very sensitive to the point of like <laughs> I don't even know. Like it's just like yeah, he's 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 like he's he's a he's a glass cannon. That, you know, he's he's very very fragile, but you know, he is he's just he's going. <laughs> um, I love how we we always we always end up talking about Henry Rollins on this fucking podcast. He's, he's incredible. <laughs> he's got so much. It's, oh, he's, he's such a like fascinating figure to to look at because he's because he's I, again we've talked about it before, but he's like he's just the the, the epitome of like that guy that kind of has some like he is truly jack of all trades and master of fuck all <laughs> like um you know he's he's like black black flag put out some of the best fucking punk albums like no fucking question but like his spoken word isn't amazing. are you one of those uh anti uh rollins era black flag guys <laughs> <laughs> the guy's like oh yeah jealous again is <laughs> i don't know i i i i i like uh i i i like i like jealous again and all that kind of stuff you know um Who but is, uh what's the if, if anyone ever says it's ray whatever uh you're sorry ron reyes uh you're full of shit ron reyes uh my favorite is, is mike v yeah, no, Mike V is the best. <laughs> what the? <laughs> what the? <laughs> it's like, I, was, I was like, I was just like, an angel between like my, my, like my kind of band friends and I, where it was, it was just like, we would constantly just, every so often, like just out of nowhere, we'd just go, what the? <laughs> like, it's just, just mimicking the fucking, the, 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 like the Black Flag album, what the? It's. The, Every once in a while, I have to I have to go back and just look at the cover art and just remember, like, wow, this happened. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's um, it, it's it. It's, I mean, if you if you haven't seen the cover of Black Flag's seminal twenty wow 2014? 2013. God, how time flies. That feels brand new. Yeah, that still that still feels like. Oh yeah! Did you hear that Black Flag did this? <laughs> it's, um, but yeah, oh man, it's uh, it's look up the cover art to to what the ellipsis by Black Flag and uh, yeah, that's uh, it's, that that <laughs> album is that album is that album is filled with fucking theremin. <laughs> it's, it's just like you know, it's it's because because Greg Ginn is a fucking. Psychopath, literally or a lunatic who's just like too yeah. high. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, there's there's all kinds of stories about how he is just a kind of a monster. But it's like you know, it's, it, but he. If you ever want a laugh, like look up his fucking South by Southwest solo set where he's just on stage with a fucking theremin. And it's, it, but I, I don't know why he's so drawn to the theremin because every single song on What the has a fucking theremin solo. So it's just you'll be. It's like louder than it. It's like he's doing a fucking Merzbow collaboration, um, and uh, yeah, it's it's oh, it's, it's it's fascinating. The thing is, like, they're 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 actually like, they're, I remember hearing like a couple of tracks coming off of that thing. And I was thinking, you know, Greg Ginn is Greg Ginn was like one of the more one of the most interesting guitarists to come out of the the eighties punk scene, and you know, when when the whole thing was coming up about like 
okay, which 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 black flag is the real black flag? Is it the one with Greg Ginn or is it the one or, or is it flag? You know, um, I was kind of like, well, Greg Ginn was pretty fucking important to black flag. I don't know. <laughs> so, so um, but then, you know, you listen to the whole album and it, I remember I remember I remember listening to what the for the first time and thinking man I must be like close to the end of this fucking album I I, I looked and I was like five tracks in that, that that the fucking album is 22 songs long that's that's too much <laughs> oh it's uh it's, it's 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 a lot don't 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 listen to what the what the um there's a quote from Henry Rollins from Get in the Van apparently that says what is this bullshit 97% caffeine free is 97% not my kind of thing. <laughs> I'm just going to look up getting the van quotes. That's what I did. And, and that was one of them. <laughs> Discipline is money in the bank. A real friend, true strength. Oh what the fuck does that mean? I've said it before and, I'll, and I say it again. A man's got to do what a brainless idiot's got to do. <laughs> it would be nice to be touched by hands that didn't want to kill or congratulate me. Sometimes the hands that want to kill me are mine. In the place of the things I have denied myself, I have things that mean more to me than sex, fun, and happiness ever could. I was listening to a radio the other day in California. One of our songs came on, and I jumped because I couldn't find my microphone. Now that's damn. <laughs> what the quotes here is just we get depressed and, and find that it's depressing. He says that about like the majority of the towns they go to in that book. <laughs> oh my god! Life has no instruction manual. Parts and labor can be impossible to find. Many go down the road with parts that are in great need of service. A breakdown is eventual. I think that <laughs> Bruce Springsteen should do a little number about a 7-Eleven in Ashbury Park, but write it in such a way that the entire USA can identify and slurp along with Bruce. Suck for the boss. Hail the boss. Hail 7-Eleven. Was he like hanging out with Jello Biafra when he wrote this? You could, that, that could easily be a Jello quote as well. I think that Bruce Springsteen should do a little number about 7-Eleven in Ashbury Park, but write it in such a way that the entire USA can help identify and slurp along with Bruce. Also, President Bush is bad. It is you who are the basket cases. For every moment you hated your job, cursed your wife, and sold yourself to a dream that you didn't even conceive. Family man. The All of these so sound like they're about to become family man. <laughs> oh, you're such a man. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, God. Uh, oh, it's, 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 I mean, get, get, I, remember, I, remember, I remember listening to Get in the Van as like, you know, a kind of edgy teenager and like thinking, oh man, I relate to this. <laughs> and just like reading it now, you're just like, oh, oh boy. <laughs> I guess he um, was also 18 or 20 when he was writing that. Uh, it's yeah, be so yeah, for embarrassing, sure. like having that out in the world. Although he did do the oh, audio. <laughs> Never forget, yeah, yeah, he got true. a Grammy for that audiobook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, man. <laughs> My girlfriend see, called me on the road, told me she doesn't want to go out with me anymore. <laughs> Fucking broke up with me long distance. I guess when I come home, 
I'll be alone again. And then she told me she she read Harry Potter, and I went, I went, get out, get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, Henry, I hear a guitar. Uh, this is just all the show is now. We're just going to be doing voices. Uh, <laughs> just referencing obscure fucking Henry Rollins spoken word bits. I can't oh, get behind I love that song. <laughs> yeah, if, 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 you, if, you, if you don't know anything about Henry Rollins, listen to I Can't Get Behind That, the collaboration that he did with William Shatner. And Ben Foles. <laughs> uh, ben Foles. And uh, who the fuck came in to do the guitar solo? It's fucking the, the, Adrian uh, Ballou. Adrian fucking Ballou. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh, so funny. It's so funny. Oh my god. Oh, I fucking cried. <laughs> Oh god. Uh video games. Well the reason we're the reason we're talking so much about music is because you know, I was I was hoping to come onto this podcast today and talk about all the great times I've been having with Hitman 3. Um because, you know, I like I you know, I I love that game. Like Hitman 2, I keep, I keep I've been thinking about this a lot lately about the fact that that is probably, you know, easy top 5 games of all time for me. Um and uh you know and i've been you know there's there's there, i think we're we're still in that kind of period where i think we're we we haven't seen the worst of like the game delays yet as a result of covid yeah i i think we're still going to there's still going to be a while of until like you know 20, i i get the feeling that 2021 later in the year is going to be pretty <laughs> pretty dry um uh in terms of releases um so you know like there's not been a whole lot to look forward to Hitman Three is the thing that I've been like, man, fuck yeah, I'm in, I'm, I'm in on that. Can't wait. Um, not only did I get told, like, this is the first time in fucking ages that I've been explicitly told by a publisher, you will not be receiving a code for this game. Usually, they kind of like string you along with, like, oh yeah, yeah, we'll definitely try and like get you one, you know, depending on kind of code allocations and stuff. But this was like, no. <laughs> it's just like, all right, I guess, I guess I've been. My my coverage of the game has been a little too evangelical for their tastes, um, but like that's like to be clear, that's not a thing of like I'm I, I I'm in no way better about like, no no one is old. They're just this is an escalation. They're making it harder. They're they're adding <laughs> exactly, they're yeah. adding more complexities yeah. to you getting the game. This is just an escalation <laughs> mission. And so Hamish stormed the IO Interactive headquarters and demanded. Yeah. And they were like, you take it. You've, you've passed. Um, Whoa, it's Helmut Kruger. Was the, <laughs> this was the Hitman 3 review you were wanting to do all along. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's like no, no one is owed shit in terms of review codes and all that stuff. So it's, it's fine. You know, I, I bought it. Um, uh but uh yeah so it was it, so i bought it and i found out that they were not doing preload for the pc version so i it was and it was it was releasing on the 20th but not until like 1 p.m and it turns out they they didn't stagger that release at all um ac- across the world or anything it was just everyone releasing at 1 1 p.m or you know whatever that relates to and you know whatever time zone everyone releasing everyone getting at the same time for um an online only game that doesn't need to be online at all from what i can you know i've I've played so much of that game and i've never once thought this 
this online th- stuff actually benefits in any way. Um, and uh, also, there was a whole fucking palaver about uh, how the the you know <clears throat> so obviously if you're playing on PS4 or PS5 or whatever uh and Xbox you know if you're playing those kind of console families like a big part of Hitman has always been like it's it's a platform you know and you get the old maps from the from the previous games with it and you, they get the the kind of engine upgrades and stuff and you get to carry over your progress with the tools you've unlocked and everything <clears throat> like that's a big part of what this is but on PC because the game is epic exclusive they were they they announced like a few days before release that that you know you were going to have to essentially buy both hitman 1 and 2 again if you wanted the levels to carry over to hitman 3 and you were going to lose all your progress if you bought it on steam if if you bought hitman if you bought the other games on steam rather and it's just like Man, this sucks. Um, you know, I, I've never really, I've never been one to be like, oh, this this game's on Epic Store. Fuck this game. Fuck the developers or whatever. Like, from from what I understand, Epic are offering an insane amount of money for this for these kinds of deals, which is, you know, not money a lot of developers can turn down. <laughs> you know, so I I, I really understand that kind of shit. Savvy, like you know, it's it's like, yeah, <sighs> this is how you attempt to take some meat off of steam's like girth you know <laughs> like it's yeah yeah you gotta yeah. you gotta just start throwing cash at it until you kind of make a name for yourself i assume but yeah like yeah this like you have a digital game that i don't know, just like it should be so much more plug and play than that you know <laughs> like and it's yeah the fact that you can just buy this and like bork yourself kind of is troubling to me like i yeah i'm like staying away from buying this until i like figure out what my game plan is because i like refuse to play hitman 3 without my two preloaded games in there well so this is the thing <laughs> so say what you want about fucking tim 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 sweeney or whatever tim tim sweeney yeah sweeney tim um, and sweeney tim yeah <laughs> sweeney yeah sweeney tim, sweeney the, the, tim. The, that is officially the game, the game, his name <laughs> <laughs> the game developing hairdresser it's like a pirate um, sweeney tim <laughs> <laughs> and he he swashbuckled his way into the Twitter replies of a news article talking about Yar, how he needs to... deals here. Yar, no one should have to purchase levels they 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 already own on other platforms. This, <laughs> I, I I must concoct a scheme. I, they 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 shall walk the plank. Hashtag Cutlass free Fortnite. <laughs> I bet this is Apple's doing. They shall walk the plank and feel the might of my cutlass. Um. So, um, so yeah, Tim. So it was, it was an article that posted, you know, like, hey, you're you're gonna have if you're on PC, you're gonna have to buy the the other levels again and stuff. And he and he was actually like, wait a minute, <laughs> like, no, you you shouldn't have to do that. We'll talk it out. So in the few days between then and the launch of this game, something was worked out where they were like, we're suddenly IO Interactive. We're like, okay. You're not going to have to. We we guarantee you, you're not going to have to buy the other games again. Which is kind of like okay, thank fuck, I guess. But also, it's like so. Their solution was to put in to to make a website where you could transfer. You could do you could do a process of transferring your saves and your data from Steam to Epic through your IO Interactive account, 
and they seemingly did not anticipate any problems with this given that everyone was going to be fucking using that website at the same time because they launched it just before like uh, minutes before the actual launch of the fucking game <clears throat> so obviously one o'clock hits or whatever time and everyone fucking descends upon this website and it fucking breaks immediately <laughs> it's like there was no one seemingly was able to like transfer their accounts over i i was trying like right up until we recorded this podcast still couldn't fucking do it like eight hours later and everything it's been a fucking shit show and also because it's an online only game and ios servers have been getting fucking rammed because they didn't stagger out at all like the people have been like well i can't play the game like it's, it's not like some people were like well fuck it okay i know that if I play this game and then I re and then I connect my account, my my pro- my progress in Hitman Three will be erased and stuff. But I just want to go in and mess around and like I'll fuck it, I'll do that progress again when I when I can relink my account. The, even they were like, "Well, I can't play the game because the servers are down." And it's like, "What the fuck is going on? Like, how did they not anticipate some fucking issues with this? Like, not even in terms of like, oh man, it's going to be a tough sell to try and get them to." to rebuy levels that they already bought and stuff. Uh, but to, to to think like, okay, this process we're putting in, we better make sure that, you know, like any solution that we, we put in for this, we have the kind of server infrastructure to like, to handle this. And maybe we should do it less than, you know, a couple of days before the launch of our fucking game, because this is going to be a fucking shit show. So, Yes, it has been a shit show, and um, like so, yeah, I, I can't can't wait to play that game when when I when I can. Fucking who knows when that'll be. Um, so uh, yeah, that's that's been a shame. So that's why we've been talking for fucking forty minutes about Henry fucking Rollins. You know, it'd be cool um, as if in Hitman they had Henry Rollins. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Then, what if he said, level? "Hey, I'm Henry." <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, yeah, a puncture level would be bad because then it would be, it would have to be too small. Um, yeah. You'd just be walking around a fucking room um, <laughs> just, like, dodging idiots everywhere. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Yeah, that's good. No, wait, they should actually have that. Go, uh, your mission is to kill Greg Ginn. <laughs> and and prevent, <laughs> prevent what the from ever happening. <laughs> <laughs> you've got to, you've got to, you've got to uh, in, invade the, the labyrinthine warehouse that, he- that that serves as SST's headquarters or whatever. And also, and, al- and also Greg Ginn's, like, home for wayward cats or whatever. A, a home for wayward cats and where he fucking, like, locks his daughter up or whatever the fuck was going on there. I don't fucking know. Um, but, uh, Jesus. yeah, it's, it's... It's this fucking... The Greg Ginn shit's dark. It's, uh... Um... But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's... I I I want to play that game so badly, especially now I've got my fucking new PC. Whoa! You know, with I can't wait to see the the sweat dripping off of that gloriously bald head. Um, <laughs> that barcode is gonna look so good. That barcode is gonna. I'm I'm gonna be able to scan that barcode and get a fucking pint of milk down at Tesco with it. Jordan um, Cross's top knot will be glamorous. <laughs> <laughs> like you can reach uh, out yeah, and touch it. It's now using NVIDIA Hairworks that'll bring your frame rate down to five <laughs> frames a second. We now have ray tracing on every douchey character in this game. 
<laughs> Got douche tracing. Um, these douche these douche tracing will give you douche chills like it was a real douchebag walking by. <laughs> My god, technology is incredible. I feel like I've walked into like a 2007 YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> douche chills. Douche chills. Um, <laughs> um but yeah speaking of uh nvidia hair works you've been playing a game yes of that, uh, someone is, who has long hair someone who someone who would later have nvidia hair works applied to him and a top knot um, i think uh i think yeah, he eventually I, yeah, yeah. gets a top knot god damn it so, all right you know what? basically he pulls, he pulls it, it off um yeah Ger- Geralt, Ger- Geralt of rivia is essentially every hitman target rolled up into one it's true uh um but yeah He's, uh, but he says, yeah, no, we're talking about the, the, the Witcher. Um, the Witcher. The Witcher. One. Um, yeah, that one. <laughs> the one nobody fucking played. I think yeah, I've joined the yeah. ranks of all 11 people who've played that game to completion. Uh, one of them being my girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love that. I love that. I love like, that that's, like, that's a great, like, vi- like, out of, like, like, she doesn't play a lot of games, right? But, like, out of all the games, that is, like, the crazy, that is one of the most hardcore video games I've ever played in my yeah. life. That's amazing. Like, like, you know, you know, like I, I, I was, I was always, I was always been like one of those things where it's like, of all the Witcher games you could play, you played the first one, and and she, she video said the games same. in general, it's like that's so niche and like <laughs> busted and like what? Well, 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 so, so, so like, I love so, it. I love it. So her logic is the same as yours, which is that she wants to, if she's going to do the series, like she's going to do it properly, and then it's like, so, she, so she's yeah. like, she's she's played, she's played through all of Witcher one. And now she's like kind of very slowly working her way through Witcher Two, like when she when she does, and everything. and it is it's, it's it's cool to see. It's like fucking all right, like fair enough. Um, you gotta once again, it's The Witcher One. I swear to you, one of the best games ever made. But <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> yeah, it's like the biggest fucking asterisk. Right, you may have to like hack your way through like uh, well, depending on how fast you play, eight to twenty hours of rough thick brush of garbage before you get to like the good shit so you can yeah, yeah, yeah. You can put the time in you'll be rewarded really nicely and i only imagine that by the time i get to witcher 3 i'm gonna be like oozing uh yeah. excitement that sounded way grosser than i wanted it to be uh <laughs> i didn't mean to say oozing that was weird okay oh, uh, yeah i'll, I'll be my bursting pustules. No, uh, there, I'll my be, pustules will burst with excitement i'll be sopping wet with uh with excitement yeah. Look, I'm just gonna be really happy I played the first two and uh, read two of the books. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's for, so. So, from what you've said to me about that first game, it's like you know the the fact that like I didn't actually realize that the wild hunt was a thing in the first game. You didn't realize that the wild hunt was, I just it was a, a thing. Subtitle. Was was a th- yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I after I told you that too, I also like got to uh, a part in the books where they are mentioned and I had more like well like I mean you you meet them in the first one it's very crazy because I'm just uh well all right spoilers for the witcher one (laughs) 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 this is actually kind of crazy like I didn't uh the the last boss is the king of the wild hunt in witcher one like really yes is that the one is that the one that says piss tornado no 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 that's uh 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 so there's like three villains in the, no there's like four villains in the first witcher game um 
one of which shows up in the final act and is like, I'm totally the villain. Like, it's like, it's really funny. Uh, that's Azar Javed, the guy who says, you have pissed in a tornado. That's <laughs> fucking bang. Like, that made the whole game worth it. Just getting that line. He's, he's like the, he's the big bad until you get to the end and it's like, oh, he's not the big bad. And then, yeah. But along the yeah. way before all that, you also, there's a, like, just a completely fucking optional quest where this druid's like, hey, like, can you go, uh, like, ward off these, these fucking wild hunt guys? They keep, like, storming my little druid circle over here, and I, I need someone to, like, light a bunch of candles and save the candles till nighttime or whatever. And mm-hmm. you just, like, ward off the wild hunt while the king comes, and if you don't have this item, the king will just, like, one-shot you. And you can, like, yeah. completely miss that, but it seems like that has a bunch of, like, build-up to what I assume happens in Witcher 3 or 2. Because, like, from what I understand, the wild hunt appears to just be, like, this kind of it's like a band of ghosts that just chases you. <laughs> like, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, so I get that. I, I, I think there's remember, a bit like, of a metaphorical thing going on with them. Like they might actually be like you know, uh, fate or something pursuing you, or like death. Yeah, or something. yeah. But like, like it's also just like literally like the physical representation of the wild hunt is like a bunch of crazy ghost dudes chasing your ass down. Like that's kind of <laughs> that's awesome. I'm, re- <laughs> I'm, re- I'm, re- I'm really curious to know like how they rendered those ghosts in 2007 because in obviously by the time the witcher 3 came around they were they were far more like menacing and stuff like that and you know very um they are purple and they don't have legs um <laughs> uh, uh well also okay so there is a shit ton of model reusage in this game like like yeah people who are big players in the story will have identical character models just different different colored clothing um yeah the wraiths slash also wild hunt ghost slash other ghost there's one of these you can play poker with one of them uh right yeah that's what the wild hunt ghost looks like <laughs> and, uh, uh it's a purple oh, oh, okay. it's a purple 2007 looking ass monster <laughs> it looks like one of the enemies from fucking killer seven or something like that so uh, <laughs> the, the monster uh, design in this game is fucking amazing especially for 2007 it's like holy shit this is like where was this game all my life like yeah, this was the looked, monster yeah. design I wanted to see around that era when I was, like, playing my 360. And, of course, this game never, you know, I guess that's the story of their engine is kind of like, the, by Witcher 2, they kind of had, like, a fuck it, we'll just do it all mentality. Like, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll just publish our game on consoles because nobody bit for the Witcher 1 on consoles. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It would have just been like, it's, okay, so, like, literally, I'm not exaggerating, this game is Mass Effect. Like, it is... It is run like yeah, at least the enhanced edition because I don't know if over the shoulder was in the OG version, um. But it's like it's Mass Effect. Like you can just see <laughs> Mass Effect. Like it's like Mass Effect with like a different colored tarp thrown over it for a lot of it. Like, right. He, like it, it, Geralt it, 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 runs it, it, like Commander Shepard does with that little mosey walk he does in Mass Effect One. Like yeah, yeah. It, it, I, I just like play it for a couple minutes and you'll 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 see it. You'll feel Mass Effect One. You're just like this is Mass. This yeah. is fucking Mass Effect. Which is just the Neverwinter engine, but like, which is kind of funny when you realize like Mass Effect, one of the most lauded games of all time, is kind of just a really funky Neverwinter Nights mod. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's kind of awesome. Like it's yeah yeah. What, what a cool engine actually! Like, it, like so much cool shit was spun out of this, basically just modding Neverwinter Nights. Like, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm well, excited yeah. to see the jump to when this game doesn't become like a really crazy mess with combat. I'm because uh, it's like a rhythm game, like. You what? click a guy and you enter a long animation that 
actually the animation connecting with them doesn't matter because uh, it's kind of like casting a spell in an MMO or something. It's like right, click yeah, hit yeah. and he starts doing like a little dancey flourish. You know, you know how Geralt fights. He's very, yeah. he's very stylish. He's got style. He's a combat ballerina. Seven, seven S's in his style. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he like, like it'll, he'll just start whiffing air, but then you'll just see the, like a zombie off to the left. He's like, blah, 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 like getting hit. <laughs> and, yeah. The quiet so, man approach. Once you get used to just how kind of borked that shit is, you get, you get good at it because it's in, after like chapter one, you will have an, you'll have leveled up enough where you will just be like one shotting everything. <laughs> Which yeah, makes yeah, some, yeah. which makes some of like the big meetups with like important bad guys hilarious. They're just like this is like, and, and the mission's always like I should prepare before I meet Azar Javed. And then you meet Azar Javed. He's like you a pissed into a tornado and you go swick swick and he just falls over dead because you're just way too strong. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, I love it. Um, but like no, yeah, no, the meat of that game and it's something like that I also saw in Cyberpunk and I'm. I'm convinced CD Projekt Red gets this shit nailed down as early as 2007 is weaving fucking optional quests into the main plot where they, I dare say the optional quests are like actually the main plot themselves. You know what I Like it's like yeah, yeah. mastercrafted, like woven into a lot of stuff. It's not perfect in this one. There's a lot of um, continuity errors. Like you can like bump into people that you were supposed, you can like ignore people in chapter one and bump into them later and they'll talk to you like you've already met them in chapter one, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that kind of all that stuff I can forgive personally because I it all boils down to like a this is like their first game and it they had like dick for money and it was like they yeah, they yeah. were really just kind of like you can just tell all the bad shit in this game for the most part is like them going like I we really just got to finish this game otherwise we're just not gonna have like a company anymore because this is our only video game <laughs> like and so like it had it clearly just had to get released in an unfinished kind of state and it, it's kind of funny how history repeats itself huh. But um yeah exactly yeah yeah but I, I will say it's uh it's I mean I'd still say Cyberpunk is a, a smoother experience than Witcher One uh, <laughs> as I found out I I did a little uh, looking around uh, what I like to do after I finish a game is immediately go watch videos on it you know mm-hmm. see see what yeah. the, see what the kids are saying my people see what writing on games is saying about it uh, I popped into uh, I just kind of clicked a random segment in the Joseph Anderson four hour fucking video on this. Four hours, because I'm sorry, Joe, I can't watch four hours. Um, And uh, I got to a part where he just offhand mentioned, like, oh, like, there's a bug that, like, it's like a dice roll. Like, every time you load a new screen, you can get trapped at a slow walking speed. And that explains (laughs) so fucking much. Because there were times when I thought I was losing my mind. Like, where I was walking in the town, I was like, he's going, like, half the speed he was outside. And I was trying to figure out, like... What stat dictates the movement speed? What is doing that? Like, maybe I drank a potion wrong, and I, and it took all of the game and me beating it and then watching just this video where he just offhand says <laughs> this, where I realized I had been grappling with a terrible bug the whole time. <laughs> so at any time, like, Geralt can just start, like, shit running. I don't even know, like, what it is. It's, like, it, it's a running animation, but his model's super slow. And I dealt yeah. with that for, like, 60 hours. Jesus. Yeah. So you got to... This is where you go into the gaming gym. Pays off, guys. Come on. This is where you gotta <laughs> flex your pecs and and lift those weights because uh, it's gonna get it's gonna get gritty. It's gonna get shitty. <laughs> God damn, I do love this game. It's a uh, it's a. Uh, so I coined this before we started. It's a uh, what the fuck was the word I used? It was a it's a it's a zero uh, gangster piece, hackster piece. What did I? Uh, oh, it's a, 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 a clunk clunk a clunkster clunk piece. piece. Yes, that's. 
Yes. <laughs> Clunkster piece. This is now officially what I'm calling games like The Witcher One. Some call it Eurojank, but but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna blanket it over not just European games. This is Clunkster piece, a game that I think is actually <laughs> one of the best games ever made, but it's held back by uh you know maybe being a little dog shitty. It'd be perfect if it wasn't for all the terrible, terrible shit in this game. Yeah, um, but but the the, yeah. the heart and soul and like themes in the game, I fucking love. Yeah. Like there's just like it is so good. It totally captures the kind of philosophy of the books that kind of really like it's I think you could call it edgy, and I think it is edgy to a degree, but I don't think it's think it's a little bit like it's 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 a little self-aware it's it, it's there's definitely some edgelord shit going on in the witcher but i don't get that kind of repulsion from it that i usually do when i encounter something like that there's a heart yeah in this series this franchise i guess because it, it, i've seen it in the books too where it's like a world this uh morally gray could be a lot worse handled i guess like if it was another company yeah yeah there's something kind of like real about that grayness that's not that edgelord gray scale there are some you know exceptions obviously there are, there are some definite scenes where it's like dude tits you know like shit like that and <laughs> like that's whatever like but it's like that there are moments that are legitimately like that'll stick with you uh, that's all i can ask for from a good fucking computer rpg and um yeah 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 i don't know it's it, um... you feel like you're a fucking monster hunter in that game i think I dare say that's what I kind of want Monster Hunter games to be like. You know, more fleshed out systems, but like the kind of planning what you're going to like coat your blade with, planning what... I know, mm-hmm. and I know this is in Monster Hunter, but like the way it's kind of executed in The Witcher is kind of neat where you do all this kind of like... I guess it's more you role play to find information on these monsters you're looking up or you go and you learn, you kind of like learn alchemy and use potions to your advantage. Like there's a, there's like a, there's like a game that could be sprung out of these games that could not even be an RPG that could be its own weird monster hunting type game yeah yeah and maybe i'm just thinking that because they do such a good job with such a limited budget and limitations with their engine it's like it's like good fucking effort dude like like, like like most people's first games are like this messy but like they don't have anything of substance with them like this game is messy as fuck but it's like i do not regret playing that i fucking loved it like it was good fucking you, time. you see you see the thing is like i so i'm i'm one of these weirdos that prefers Mass Effect one to two. Yes, <laughs> like no, like, like, like I, I, I'm with you, dude. Because I, I legitimately yeah. think like they lost some writing chops after one. Like, like, and yeah, there, there was a more booky thing going on with Mass Effect one where I don't know. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but sorry, what were you gonna say about? It was, like, it was, it was just, it was just, it was just the fact of like the, the the idea that like going into two, it felt like way more polished, obviously. And like you know, that's like largely a good thing. But it was there was something to like kind of you know fighting against elements of the first. Like not say that like the first game isn't like some that combat's you know I've I've played fucking rough. But uh, I've 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 played way jankier games in Mass Effect One. Is what I'm saying. You know, yeah, yeah. And once in Blue Moon, you got to reload a save in Mass Effect One because a character vanished. But it's like that's same goes for a lot of RPGs of the time. Like case in point, Witcher fucking one. Well, you know, it's 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 the same reason that I can't get truly angry about the bugs in Cyberpunk. It's like because I fucking like what I love bugs. Like you know, like I I, I think like you know, I, I 
I've I've been trained in the ways of getting around bugs and finding the beauty in bugs and stuff and the hilarity and all that. Like I can like I think they can give games an identity or whatever. And I'm not there's not me saying that you know like obviously if you can't play the fucking game that you you bought uh, like we're, that's, we're talking uh PC here. I think I think it's yeah, safe to yeah, say yeah. whenever we unless we like state otherwise like our all of our experience with Cyberpunk will be through PC. We're never playing console versions. Sure. I think it's safe to say. Yeah, that. yeah. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, it's 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 like but you know, like the, the idea of you know, you're you're saying that the Witcher one is like Mass Effect one like that that actually kind of, you know, I mean, I've 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 thought about like diving into you know, I've played a little bit here and there over the years, but it's like the the, the okay, so I've always like, yeah. If you here's a quick hot tip, if you are hearing this and go like, oh, maybe I'll give this a shot, and uh, I don't want you to curse my name immediately. Prologue and <laughs> chapter, prologue in the first half of chapter one, that is not a good representation of the full game. You gotta stick it out through there, and mm-hmm. once you get to like Act Two of Chapter One, where stuff kind of there's some momentum going with the beast, and you get into the intrigue of the citizens, that's when I hope it gets its hooks in you because that's when it got its hooks in me and from there you will be like thinking about this game when you're away from it just being like oh like you know like who should i cite like there's it's one of those you know it's it it came out in the era when choices mattered like mass effect one and stuff was coming out and whoa what i can say this and this this will change like hours of the game right like or like it'll Mm -hmm. change which npc accompanies you and they do that almost to a hilarious degree because the first time it happens they have like a literal every time it happens there's a cut scene of Geralt going like, hmm, I wonder what would have happened if I had chosen the other option, you know? <laughs> totally just like <laughs> lampshading, like, this is because you made this choice. <laughs> but and I think in any other game, I'd be like, that's fucking dumb. But in 2007, I'm like, yeah, I give that a pass because I feel like maybe that did need to be signaled to you a little bit. <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it was, it's just really yeah, funny. Just... <laughs> just however, it's like, hmm, it turns out love couldn't bloom on the battlefield. But what if I hadn't <laughs> killed the, the Frightener that day? Or something. It's just like, I, lo- I love that shit. But it, yeah, man, that shit's fucking great. I, uh, it's like, it really, it, it, it is not perfect and it doesn't, uh, there's a few where I, I feel like it, they don't pay off due to bugs or something or just like not thinking, they, they didn't have much time to finish writing it, but there are like some great payoffs from shit you do like hours earlier in the game. Like they space it out like, a character you can maybe save maybe shows up in chapter four and maybe something maybe a quest in chapter four is way fucking harder without this person being alive and yeah you know you'll still you might get the same similar outcome but you're gonna have like a fuck of a time getting through this door uh (laughs) there's a guy you can decide to like fight a monster with in a sewer and if you tell him to fuck off you're gonna have to like pay to get through a gate that you're gonna be going through a lot in the game and you know you don't know that but like i could I could really like change the way you're playing that game and how fast you're getting through. It's it's really cool. Uh, yeah, I've heard weird shit about Witcher Two. Like I've heard it's like kind of like people don't like it out of the three. Like I don't know. So like I mean it's I so I can base uh, the last time I played through The Witcher Two was fucking when was that? Was it actually before like The Witcher Three came out? I can't even. I can't remember the last time I actually like sat down and played The Witcher Two. It's um, I can I can basically remember very little about that game outside of like names of characters and stuff like that, and like where the story generally goes. I seem to remember it being like quite kind of linear. Yeah, or, like I, I, more um, linear than you'd I've expect heard it's like, from like from a game like that. Ten times shorter than even like the first Witcher. Like, yes, which is yeah, nuts, it's, it's, it's a like, very that game's... yeah. 
it's long, but it's not like the longest game. I think it's like fifty hours if you you know are being good at it. But it's like so like less yeah. than fifty hours for an RPG. That's kind of crazy for you know because like oh, yeah yeah like like Wild Hunt for all I hear is it's like almost like a two hour two two hundred hour game <laughs> like or something crazy like that. It, it can be yeah yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's DLC that, is as yeah. big as The Witcher One or some crazy thing I read like yeah that's, that's yeah, uh, yeah fucking nuts yeah. I so. mean the, the thing is like the, the like The Witcher Three. Is, is a game that has all the kind of heart that you're talking about, but also has the technical chops to boot. Like, it, you know, that's, it's, that's why I wanted is, to start it, with the early ones, because I've heard, like, yeah. this is where they finally achieved, I think, like, what, what they sh- wanted to do in the first one. Like, the, it's like the zenith yeah. of this fucking, like, it was a long build to this over, like, what, seven years or something? Mm-hmm. Like, that's, yeah, yeah. I, I, I want that satisfaction of being like, I've come a long way from that fucking Mass Effect hack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly yeah um yeah i mean like i the, the witcher the witcher 3 is a, is a game that like i still think of i mean it's so fucking weird to think that game came out like it's a five-year-old six years game. yeah like yeah, over sure. five years ago it's, it's like it, you know the, and uh i'm really annoyed that it, i like just kind of disregarded the series for like the majority of my video game playing life like i totally <laughs> remember like looking out hearing the name looking at pictures and being like eh, yeah Eh. and it's like man i was really missing I, I like i fucking love this shit like this world is awesome like it's a this is some good fucking it's a good variant of fantasy that i don't fully know how to explain to people it's like i could totally see people not being into it but it's like i don't know like i it's yeah i've even started fucking watching the netflix show it's good like it's, it's all good <laughs> yeah even uh, if his wig what, does what, look hilariously your... bad but still <laughs> What are your views on uh, on on the sex trading cards? <laughs> you fucker! <laughs> You're gonna make me talk about this. I don't think they're bad. I don't. I I actually have like a yeah, fucking retort. I, I I I think you can lore wise like think of that as like Geralt reflecting on past affairs or something like that. Because yeah, and I mean there is like you know they're there for titillation, but still mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> like. I don't I, know, I just, man. I, I just think it's like we're, we're surely we're past the stage of like actually being like you know like like there's, there's, there's obviously there's obviously NPCs we can look at that, that give you quests that are fully nude women in this game rendered like, vaginas and all like I'm not kidding like, it is like <laughs> that's a vagina like 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 no censoring no no nothing it, no room for imagination I mean, it's like, even, the thing even if it's like even if it's in there for like edge lord titillation or whatever. Surely we're past the point of being like, oh my god, you know, like, like, surely, like surely it's just kind of like, even if you think like, oh, it's stupid or whatever, you just kind of go, like, eh, fuck it, like, it's it's fine, like, just move past it or whatever, it's, it's not like, There's, it doesn't define the game, it doesn't, like, yeah. I will say that for, like, the, the, I, I believe they're dryads, um, uh, well, it's funny, they even reused the naked green woman character model for another character who is, like, mm-hmm. a different type of nymph type creature, but they just, it's literally just, like, the dryad NPC, and it's just, like, a a nude green woman and they don't do any like gta dialogue where he comments on her tits or something like that you know like it's just like <laughs> i'm just talking to someone getting a job like and this person happens to be a I, i'm not quite sure on the lore of dryads but i assume they're kind of like part of nature so it's like why would they wear clothes like oh, i buy it whatever next you know it's <laughs> like really doesn't require much scrutiny i don't know it's just like apparently this game was like super controversial when it came out i do remember hearing some shit about like it's like it's like porn dude it's like yeah 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 yeah. the training cards just show someone like showing their boobs to you some of the training cards don't even show anything like like, it's actually like a 50 50 split 
the Game of Thrones kind of came along and did that, but in TV form, you know, it's like, it's, it, it, I, I, I don't know, it's... Does Geralt fuck? Watch yes. Yeah. There you go. If Mario, if you, hey, if you Twitter fuckers are going to try to get, get us thinking about Mario fucking, Geralt can have his fucking fucker cards, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> there, case closed. Nico, the video game judge, has spoken. <laughs> Boom, gavel Case done. closed. Give Geralt his fucker cards. Job done. <laughs> Geralt, take your cards, put them in your binder, whatever the fuck you look at them at, and just... <laughs> It's like a fucking Yu-Gi-Oh, but with tits. <laughs> yeah. Collect all the tits um, of Exodia. <laughs> Blue tits, white dragon. Um, but yeah, uh, I I mean, like, I, I don't know. I, I really need to fucking actually commit to playing that game one day. Because it's like, like I say, there's fuck all coming out, so I might as well. Like, it's, um... I really don't know why I started playing this when I still have to beat Yakuza and Deadly Premonition. <laughs> <laughs> you see, that's that's the thing as well. I I I I plowed through so many fucking games in the run up to Game of the Year that I'm like, now I'm just like, oh well, I kind of don't really have that much to catch up on. So, well, I mean, I I do, but it's like stuff over. You know, I my 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 Steam backlog is like hundreds of games by this point. Um, which is kind of makes it weird that, like, I, for some reason, like, you know, I, I kind of view, like, the the Steam backlog as, like, you know, it's, it's, it's like, whenever I have a chance to dive into it, I tend to, like, I, 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 I don't know, I, I, I reflect on, like, you know, oh, yeah, I remember, like, 2011 <laughs> and stuff like that. It's, you know, it's not that, not, like, doesn't seem that long ago, but it's actually like a fucking decade. Oh like, yeah, I'm like that about stuff. like it's... 2005. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I, I still think of like, oh yeah, we're you know, kind of 2005 was five years ago or something. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know, yeah, it's just like a couple, uh... a couple years ago, right? Oh shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's like you know, it's 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 a nice kind of exercise in nostalgia, and it's like it's a it's an escape from the you know, having to kind of keep up with the modern design trends and stuff like that and just kind of get a bit of, like, you know, just play some games and stuff, which after that Game of the Year video, which got, like, kind of pretty raw and deep and stuff, like, I kind of needed to do. And um, the game I chose from that was, um, for some reason, it was fucking Dishonored from 2012, (laughs) which is a game about (laughs) a world surviving a world in the midst of being ravaged by plague. It's like, you know, and it was just like, oh, this is the game I've chosen in 2021. Um, and, because, uh, because it's just, it's a game that like, I've messed around with here and there, but, uh, you know, I, I was, I was just kind of like, right, I'm finally going to fucking sit down and fucking beat this game. I always get and, like three fourths of the way through Dishonored and then I never finish it. Yeah. I literally have well, been the, on the last yeah. level multiple times. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, it's, it's weird because it's like, it's not actually that long a game. Like, it's not, and it's by, not a by, bad like, game. It's just one of those things where like, yeah, yeah. if the right things happen, I can just be completely knocked off of playing it. <laughs> it's just for no, like, for yes, no yeah. Sense. Well, it's, it's because I, I think part of it is that you eventually get into like such a, 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 a kind of, loop with that game in terms of the the powers that you're using and stuff like the way you've built your your guy your, you've you've built your carvo out and stuff that like as soon as you have anything get in the way of that 
and you have to then like relearn the way that you were playing that game before it's it's like then they, you, you kind of think like oh fuck I, i've kind of got to get like i've got to go back a few missions or something um but this was this was like i actually just sat down and over the course of like a few days you know it, it, it like it's weird it was it was essentially like i'd rented a game for the weekend or something like that and i just played through it and that game that game is really fucking good like really fucking good really like solid fucking game um and but it's just like you know it it was interesting like i'm actually i i ended up kind of writing my next video like I, you know i have a yakuza 7 video in the works but i was like fuck it i i, I just kind of need to write about dishonored a bit here because like playing this game in 2021 is kind of a different experience to playing it in 2012 because it's like that game is about the plot of that game is you know you're the the royal guard or whatever and on your watch the 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 empress gets murdered and uh gets assassinated and you get framed for it um and so all your missions are to kind of mess with the, the, the kind of conspirators that are trying to install, you know, some, they're, they're trying to install uh, this guy as ruler so they can kind of control the, the country in their own way or whatever, or control the city. And, um, like, so, you know, and, and you're just, but, like, the actual plot weirdly doesn't seem to matter all that much. Like, it's it's kind of, you get you, you get the feeling that what you're doing doesn't matter in any way like it's, it's not it's, to, to say that what you, you what you do doesn't matter is not like a dig at the game it's it's like it, it seems like very much the point of the game is that all like so so essentially you're you're helping so so you, you get jailed for high treason for for you know you get framed for killing the empress and then these uh loyalists kind of rebels help you out and ask you to kind of do all these tasks in order to like sabotage the the plan of the conspirators and like get revenge and clear your name and stuff also you can install the the rightful heiress to the to the throne and stuff and as the game goes on you kind of realize that like okay all of this is essentially to put a child on the throne this is pure this is pure fucking ceremony like this is not going this is not going to change anything and part of that is down to like it's an immersive sim so you've got fucking like audio logs and notes everywhere like but usually like those are kind of things that you just kind of ignore or or you, you don't you know you don't ignore but you 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 can ignore is the one what, what i mean to say it's like they are supplemental world building whereas for me like that was the story here like this the actual plot is you know it's well written and everything it's you know the characters are 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 well written out and everything and fleshed out but for me it was just like that playing that game was all about just experiencing the world of dishonored because it is if 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 not like the circumstances are obviously different in terms of like the the way the play the way the plague works and stuff like that but it's like there's just this eerie kind of quietude to the streets and like people are just more scared of other people than they are of the virus the, the virus the plague even though the plague is still like ripping through the fucking world and the government has forgotten about them and everything and 
there is a cure available, but it's only available to those, you know, it's, it's, it's prohib- prohibitively expensive to, you know, to most to the people that need it. And, you know, and you overhear conversations with, you know, rich kind of bureaucrats, like thinking about how they can make the most money out of, out of the, out of the poors and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, it, it's, it's like, man, like playing that game in the middle of a fucking pandemic is, is like, it, it, it hits a little different. <laughs> I know. They got uh, the, even the yeah. rats, we got the rat problems, <laughs> the swarms yeah. of rats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, you know it, it's it's just like man I, but it, it, so it, it's 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 kind of hard to describe because it's not like obviously arcane couldn't have foreseen in 2012 that we'd be in this situation and that they'd have kind of built out this world where like you know the problems of dunwall as a city and you know the rest of this world are not going to be solved by you putting a child on the throne who doesn't want to be there and the game kind of plays that out with like hey you know all the kind of leaders all the people here who are vying for power are corrupt you know and and stuff like so there there's not there's not like a lot of hope to be found in it is playing it in 2021 it's not like you know you can it's not like you can you can just put that game down and just be like okay that was just a game on its on its own it's about power kind of you know being a corrupting force and stuff like that it's like you put that game down and you're like oh that was that had a lot of, you know, that reflected a lot of the kind of current anxieties around, you know, governments and, um, you know, the kind of spread of misinformation and all that kind of stuff and, like, and just viruses, like the fucking pandemic in general and all that kind of stuff. Like, so, you know, you kind of come away from that game thinking like, oh, that was kind of, didn't really give me a lot of hope, but it was, uh, the, the, you know the, the part of it is is like it's kind of similar to what you were describing with the witcher where you were talking about how like the combat in that game is even in the kind of bigger boss like the big bad guys and stuff the combat is just you do some kind of swipes and then they just fall to the ground like yeah. kind of how how dishonored kind of gets across that same kind of that that feeling of like you know all of this is just pure ceremony and you're what you're doing kind of doesn't really matter is the fact that you know the, the 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 supposedly the big bad guy of that game the one that kind of you know the, the the at the heart of this kind of conspiracy to kind of usurp the throne and all that kind of stuff that's that was a that mission was me zipping through the courtyard getting into the mansion zipping on top of his bed he walked in i i, I zipped behind him like i zipped behind any enemy i strangled him and then I was like, oh shit, I have to kill him. So then I fucking, like, transported him up on top of his fucking bed. Like, it was it was like a kind of, like one of those massive bed frames in, like, fucking mansions or whatever. And I and I put him on top of there and I just fucking, like, hit him with the fucking, <laughs> hit him with my blade. Like, just kind of, you know, it, made, it just, it made, it made a kind of clunk. It was like, Master clunk. assassin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like, and, and the thing is, I knew that zipping out of that building, they're never going to find him because the guards are so fucking stupid in they that look, game. They can't look up. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's, and it's, uh, and, and like, weirdly, that was actually quite powerful in terms of the story thing because it was, it was like, okay, none of this, none of these people are inherently any kind of like the only thing differentiating these guys from 
any of the kind of people under their rule, the the guards that they're you know, or the civilians even is is purely arbitrary. Like, do they have money or not? And it's like because they all fucking go down the same way, which is <laughs> which you know is me zipping behind them and fucking slashing them with my or you know like strangling them and fucking transport like throwing them off a fucking bridge somewhere or something like that um you know there's there it's so yeah it it was it was like it it was it was weird like cathartic to play a game like that where you just yeah the world is completely fucked but you still get to kind of like soar above it all like that game is like weirdly easy like I, i played on normal and like, like you know, like we're saying, like the guards can't look up. They, they, you know, they, they, their vision cones are absurdly strict. Um, and also, you can like save scum, like fuck, if you want. It's like, it's really, um, it's, it's like going it's, against I, 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 the like <laughs> the backbone of like that type of game's whole like sure. creed. <laughs> I love it. But, but but after a while, it's like you know, you don't even have you don't you don't. I, I found myself kind of just not doing that and still just being able to like well. I guess you know I can still fucking like, you know, make this happen because I because I I powered up the the zip feature where you can just transport to various ledges and everything and and I have the 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 thing that lets me see enemies behind walls and all that kind of stuff. So you know I I was pretty much like invincible by a certain stage of the game and um and it, it was so what it is it's like it it you know you're just given a stealth action playground essentially like you're not it's, it's not like it's not a protect like there's tension to it obviously when you're when you're kind of like trying to maneuver how to get past this kind of puzzle of enemies but it's never like i never really felt like i was in danger in that game it was always like i i'm toying with my prey you know it, which which is like a a kind of differently fun feeling you know it's it's um it, and uh yeah i don't know it, it like it was just this thing of like okay the, the rulers in this world are bullshit and because i'm more powerful than them because i can zip behind them and they won't be able to see or hear me like you know like that that's the kind of thing of this game for me and i don't know it was it was um it was it was it was really really fun um, but, you know, just playing it in a time where, like I say, like, people are, are in fucking disarray thanks to, you know, corrupt and incompetent rulers and stuff like that. It's, uh, you know, it, it kind of, and, and there's a fucking virus going about, like, killing people and all that shit. It's, uh, it, it was, it was weird, <laughs> but I, 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 I enjoyed it. I I really enjoyed playing through that game, um, and I you know I can't wait to get into the second one. People tell me to play the the DLC for the for the first one as well, but that game has like several DLCs, I think, or I don't know. Is um, it one of those things where half the DLC is just like now? What's his name? Corfu. What's the fuck his name? Hi, <laughs> Corfu. It's where where I went with uh, the fucking lads when I was when I was like eighteen. To, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's mine. What is his uh, name? Sor Sorbo? Corvo. Is it Sorbo? Cor- Corvo. Oh, Corvo. I was kind of right. <laughs> Corvo. <laughs> yeah, Corvo. Um, 
Well, I forgot what I was going to say. After- <laughs> oh, yeah, wait, isn't like a lot of the DLC for that game like, oh, Corvu's got like, you know, it's like red knives or something like is it just like aesthetic <laughs> weapons or something or? well so, so actually i think i think so from what i've seen the dlc is um you actually play as the per- as as the person who kind of like as, as the assassin of the of the, of the queen like uh, so I, I i don't know there's there's like some interesting stuff there that like I, I, again it's you know if you're playing it in 2012 i guess you'd probably come away from it saying like Oh yeah, what happened with that character or that character? Like they didn't really flesh that out. Um, for me, again, it was kind of like, oh yeah, that, that, that kind of plays into the theme, the themes that I'm interpreting of like, none of this shit actually really matters. You're just kind of gallivanting through this world, doing the whims of, you know, some fucking corrupt arsehole leader for the sake of you know, you're killing one corrupt arsehole leader for the sake of another corrupt arsehole leader guy um uh but yeah i, I don't know you, you kind of play as is like and there's there's like levels where you go in and uh like there's a party level which is really fun because it kind of just frames it outright as like okay this is this is a game where you've got to like it's, it's a masked ball essentially and you've got to find your your target amongst all these different people and everything and there's and there's just really great moments in that level in particular where you know you get you get told by one of your one of your pals back at your home base like oh could you give this letter to to someone like he'll know what to do with it and you give you give this guy the letter and he's like oh fuck and then it's like great come with me and we'll do this and this is just a side thing you can ignore it if you want and he and he just goes over to this case and it's like it, with like two other guys two other guards and and he he opens this case and it's like okay take your gun and it okay and you take the gun and it's like we're going okay so now we're going to duel so you take three steps that way and then turn and we'll fire i just like wait this was all just because i I didn't even read the letter that the guy gave me (laughs) like what is happening here i'm just fucking dueling this guy in a wolf mask and then like i killed him and then it just kind of came like then the guards went over to him and were like oh no that you know that like who are, you know how are we going to get another guy to to duel or something it was it was something like that it was just this weird thing where i gave a guy a letter and suddenly i'm in the middle of a fucking stately duel with this guy and i end up killing him and then just kind of walking back to the party <laughs> and then like there's there's so you're you're an assassin essentially but there's also like a completely non-lethal playthrough so you so even your targets there are ways to go about it where you don't have to kill them. And in the party in particular, there's this thing where it's like, um, you know, the, the, I guess it's, you know, maybe spoil, it's not, it's not really spoilers, but it's, it's like, so, so the whole thing is, is that in this party, you're looking for, there's, there's, there's three women in this house who kind of run the household. It's the Boyle house and, um, and, there are three lady boils and you have to find which of the lady boils is your target that you have to kill. Um, and you do that by talking to other guests and kind of piecing together which one's wearing which mask and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then, so, you know, you can do it that way and kind of lure them into kind of a hitman style thing of like, you, you lure them into a place where no one can see and you can like kill them or whatever. Or you can bump into another guy who's like, 
look, I know who you are. I know your mission. Come over here and we'll talk. And he tells you, like, look, I, I, I really love this person. Can you please just, like, make, you know, I, like, I'll get her out of your hair and everything and we'll, we'll, we'll make it, we'll make it work and everything. Just please don't kill her. Just take her down to, get her down to the basement and, uh, and, you know, like, and, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll take her from there and we'll, we'll sort everything out. And so it's like this really, like, interesting challenge of, like, okay, can I, can I, like, get her past all these guards and stuff if she's unconscious? And then turns out you can actually go up and talk to her and say, like, you get these kind of, like, dialogue options of, like, okay, well, I'm here, you, you can, you can straight up say to her, like, I'm here to kill you, or, like, you, you want to go down to the basement because otherwise bad things are going to happen and stuff like that. And eventually you, you, you can get it to a point where, you know, she, she, goes she goes away to get away from you and stuff um and then so long story short you take her down to to the to the basement like you knock her unconscious and put her on the boat with this guy and and he just goes like oh yeah yeah you know like don't worry about her like uh you know she won't be going anywhere for a long time and it's and then he just sails off and it's just this weird thing of like have I just like did I that that guy seemed like kind of nice and like he he loved her and everything, but I never stopped to consider like did she love him back? <laughs> it's like <laughs> oh, like did I did I just like condemn this woman to like b- being imprisoned by this fucking guy? It's like it was just this like real wave of like oh fuck and and it's and then the game just does like the game never touches on it again. It's just like okay that's job done get out of there now and it's and you get like thanked by all the people at your compound for like oh you did the job thanks i'm just like wait a minute <laughs> how's how's that woman doing <laughs> uh, um so the game is the game is like great at just having those kinds of moments where it, i'm sure i'm sure like if you actually i'm sure there's probably an audio log or a, a note somewhere that kind of says why certain things are happening the way they are like i could probably have read that letter that guy gave to me that explained why i got into the jewel and everything but i kind of liked how it was just like okay i'm just doing this stuff for the rich people and i'm just ending up in these situations and the consequences of these are just really dark purely from the way a guy says a phrase or something like that and and it just gets me thinking over like what have i actually been doing here i've been helping the rich do their little fucking whims and stuff and and have I actually like achieved any good for this world? Like, what is this actually in service of? It's to get a kid on the throne who doesn't want to be there, whose mum has just been fucking murdered and stuff like you know. It's like so. It's 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 really good at like kind of just leaving all these these breadcrumb trail things to be like maybe what you're you know like obviously you know what you're doing isn't like you don't feel great doing what you do like you don't feel like you're some kind of morally superior person like doing what you're doing or anything but this stuff is like you know regardless of who you're who you help like is there anyone in this world that's still like you you know doesn't have like an ulterior motive or something like that it's it's like the the game kind of just dangles all these things in front of you that are like really kind of captivating in a way um but at the same time it still gives you the satisfaction of just like you know all these fucking rich arseholes who like are completely fucking over 
the poor people and and you know major life hell and stuff like that you still get the satisfaction of being able to zip behind them and fucking thwack them over the head and stuff so it's you know it's it's very cool very solid game that i i very much enjoyed playing um but yeah i, I don't know um guess outside of that i've just been just been playing hades <laughs> just, just, yeah. just been going back to hades that game <laughs> like I, I that that game is unbelievable how good that fucking game is seriously yeah, it's just like so like, polished god dang it's, it's it's one of those things where i'm kind of like you know I, I think about this every year that we do the game of the year stuff and i'm like should that have been higher and stuff like i probably you know i probably would have put that higher if i'd if i'd had the sessions that i'd had in recent days back then then i probably would have put like that game higher and stuff um i don't know like this is actually kind of that's kind of interesting like reflecting on the fucking massive game of the year cast that we did like are there any things that you kind of regret from that like placing games where they were where, cyberpunk where they were should have been number one <laughs> uh, no um no i'm very satisfied with that cyberpunk i think at five that, that, that is where that game yeah. landed uh um uh every other day i kind of think uh maybe haiti should have been one like like or like yakuza yeah. like but the, the top three just kind of alternate for me so yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. i don't know um hades yeah. would, uh, hades is like the i don't know it's it is like a damn near perfect game yeah but tony hawk well, is honestly, perfecter <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah it's, it's more like it's 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 clearer to see the perfection in tony hawk it's, it's like, like it's like they both are joined the ranks of perfection but then they had to go in like a, a like a special like arena where two perfect things have to fight each other and then you know I mean, <laughs> They're honestly, perfect, like, but like, only had, one can win. Had I had I played the amount of Hades that I have done in the past few weeks, that like before game of the year, I think I would probably have put Hades above Yakuza. Like, um, would have been cool that. Yeah, it's it's like because because again, you know, I, I I love like a dragon. I think it's fucking fantastic, but it's also like it's like you know we we went into like it was also unbelievably frustrating at points um <laughs> so yeah i don't know um but I, I i don't know like how many times have you beaten hades out of curiosity like uh, three. Are, are, uh right okay yeah uh, so so do you do you have to so in order to progress the story like, I, like it's not really spoilers to say that you know you have to kind of beat that game multiple times and it will keep developing the story. Also, screw anyone who's like, don't tell me who the last boss is. It's fucking Hades, you nerds. <laughs> what the fuck did you think it was going like, to be? The game tells you that's who you're going to fight at the end. At like the very beginning, basically. Yeah, exactly. Would you just and, like pick uh, up on no context clues? What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah it's Hades. Yeah, yeah and um, that's a, that's a, that fight is just, like, just... so hardcore. It's like, it's it's really not like you, you so, beat, so the first... I, and everyone I know has like beaten him with like a weapon they never expected to beat him with on their first try. Like yeah, I beat him yeah. with the gauntlets on my first try, and I hate the gauntlets. Like I, <laughs> I'm so bad with the gauntlets. My friend hates the gun, and he did it first try when he tried out the gun. <laughs> so like the, the 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 only time I've only beaten him once, and it was uh, I I just had the fucking perfect run. Yeah. Where it was like I, where I had, 
just every single upgrade was like it was, it was like i just i basically just became a fucking whirling dervish of death where it was just like i i i i was using the spear and i had like several buffs to my attack strength i had the attack itself was like had the three-pronged spear like going out in like all different directions and stuff lore-wise that's badass too because that's like hades oh, yeah. old weapon too so it's like you're just yeah, yeah, him yeah. With his old his old sword essentially like yeah, you're just like very and, and and i also had like my dash was doing an insane amount of damage and could deflect and also when enemies did damage to me, it would also damage them severely. What was your like and would preferred weak. Uh, gods? Like my like, like the ones you would always pick. <sighs> yeah. Over, like I think like um, not Aphrodite. I always get the fucking shield lady's name. Is it, oh, uh, is just, oh fuck, Athena. Athena. Yeah. Athena yeah, yeah. deflection. I I almost like need the deflection dash. <laughs> you know, like, I I I can't not have that. I need it. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 Uh, I, I, I think for me it was attacks were, are very good when they stack yes yeah, yeah. see actually weirdly I, I i kind of liked using his call more than anything like the one that just inflicts like hangover for a long time on enemies because it was just like okay this is if i get if i get that high enough and i just get it, it just it, it kind of um it, it just boosted my like my kind of attack strategy like in this game i am very much like I'm just dashing, I'm just constantly dashing and attacking at the same time. So it's like, you know, if I can just get that call to just damage them at the same time, it's, uh, you know, that definitely helps. Um, I guess for me, it like, it would be like Ares, I guess, is like really good. The kind of um, God of War guy, um, uh, where he has, a lot of his stuff is like, oh, if you get damaged, like, because I'm kind of like a tank in this game where I, I, I just expect to take some damage at some point, but like if I get damaged, then it's especially helpful against bosses. Then it does like doom damage to them. Um, so it's just you know I can keep attacking them and you know not worry too much about like getting hit and stuff because I know that will be bad for the enemy as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. And there was one that I found where it was like okay, when you attack, you also fire a bunch of projectiles and stuff as well. So I was like hitting someone with my fucking three fucking pronged spear thing. And it was sending out like just this fucking barrage of fucking like projectiles that were hitting another enemy and stuff and doing an insane amount of damage. So like weirdly when I got to Hades that time, it was just the fight was over insanely quickly. (laughs) It was like, wait, I just, I just fucking like sliced that dude to fucking pieces. Um, you just start so, yeah, melting everybody. That's the, the, the progression yeah, yeah. in that game is like perfect. Like the the yeah, it's like a perfect uphill slant that doesn't feel like a ninety degree angle like a lot of games do. But it's like every time you lose, you come back and that boss dies faster. Like every time, yes, like all the yeah, bosses yeah, 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 do. You yeah. just like rip them in half. Just like yeah, it's like I've, I've never mm, seen um, a game's gameplay like kind of perfectly match like the the feel it's going for. But it, like a Yes, yeah, yeah. It's a positive uh, Sisyphus story, really, when you think about it. It's like a Sisyphus that's getting stronger and actually, like, accomplishing something every attempt instead of just, you know, being stuck in... Like, he's in an endless cycle, but he's not, like, not improving. He's, like, learning and getting better. It's it's very cool. Yeah, yeah. And and, and once you beat the game once, I love how the game contextualizes why you're still doing it. 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. that could it's, just it's be really, kind of really like cool. a hard game over, like the way that kind of what's revealed to you about like the the truth of what happens when you go up there. And so it's like the way I that was like a, I was like worried. I was like, oh, this is gonna get like I feel like the appeal and kind of like like not fun would go away, but like the drive to see the ending would go away. But it's like no, like I still want to keep making it there because now there's like this whole other side of it. Kind of this curtain comes down, and then there's like a whole other thing going on, and it's cool. Just like a, yeah. I, I also when the fuck does uh the dialogue stop being new and I I know fresh? It's just, like you'd think oh. it's start repeating at some point like when is when do I hit the wall where there's like no more voice lines that I haven't heard because like yeah I, there's I, I, so I, many I, fucking voice lines that are just brand new every time even when even when I like die a bunch or something like that you know and I I, I keep I come back and I'm just like okay surely something's got to repeat here so, like something's it's it's bafflingly responsive to, to whatever you do. Hyp- Hypnos has like a new thing to say about the redacted kill that just happened <laughs> yeah, to you. And it's like, how many, like, <laughs> like, Jesus, he's got like 80 redacted lines just about this one specific death <laughs> that could happen to you. I, God, I mean, it's, it's so it's, it's also, that's, it's, it's kind of interesting because that's a game that when, when you first start out, the idea of like, Wait, you're saying I can get to the end of this game and have to like you, you get to like Hades and then have to like start all over again? Like I can barely get past fucking Meg, you know, and, and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Poor and, Meg and, just gets and, turned and, into fucking. Might as well just be like someone dust. throwing confetti at you, <laughs> like the midpoint of that game. It's like <laughs> just melter. <laughs> but, it's, but it's like, but that's the thing. It's like you know, you know, you think of having to every time you die, having to claim those. 60 or 70 fucking floors again but like by the time you get good enough to actually get to hades the the rest of those like you you get through those those kind of floor like the, the runs tend to last for me about like half an hour or something like that yeah um, it's always like 20 to 30 minutes like yeah always it's, it's kind of crazy how it's almost like you you like subconsciously start nailing your like personal best time and like sticking to it in Hades it's really cool <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's fucking great it's like um yeah you you so like clearing the, the the prospect of clearing all those floors to get to where you were isn't so like you know because because the combat just feels so fucking good and the characters that you find along the way are so well written that it's like when you get to um what's the bull guy's name um, oh, just the Minotaur uh, guy. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, the Minotaur. Yeah, I don't yeah. Um, his name. Uh, it's the the two on one boss fight. I fucking hate that boss fight. That boss fight's yeah, that, more that annoying boss... than Hades for me. Yes. Yeah. One hundred percent. But I, but I also like the fact that they're able to like develop the Minotaur's character by like he, you know he will challenge you. Yeah, you can bump if you into go him. into a certain chamber. Yeah. Yeah. And and like and the, the game does it really well. Where it's like you have that codex thing. Where it's like, okay, you you can you can get more of this character's like entry if you beat if, if you like challenge the Minotaur another time, and it's and it's this thing of every time you go there, you you can sense the Minotaur gaining more respect for you just bit by bit, and it's like, what's gonna happen? Like if if I fight this guy enough, is he going to like take it easy on me and stuff? Like even if he doesn't, like there's going to be some kind of character interaction here that's going to be that's going to make it all worthwhile, like. The game is so fucking dense in just the dialogue, and the characters are all like so so good. Like I love Zagreus, like the the way that he's kind of he's 
he's petulant to like Hades and the kind of you know he's he's kind of witty and like all that kind of stuff but to to the people that he cares about he's just really really like nice and grateful for the help that they give him and stuff like that and it's really cool to to see like it's um yeah i don't know i i i really really fucking love that game like in a way that super giant games have never truly stuck with me before i really liked pyre but i i don't know i, I just didn't really stick with me like like hades is a game that i kind of since i started playing it last year it's, it's always been a game that i kind of you know think about like oh man i should really be playing some more hades i know i'm playing more hades again it's like man i really want to play hades like all the fucking time it's so fucking good um <laughs> it is yeah, really yeah it's like one of the best games ever made probably yeah yeah um i don't know um you've been playing anything else oh yeah yeah. you Um, have mortal kombat 11 after oh yeah yeah that hot new new dlc combat yeah um hot hot new dlc that came out in like 20 almost a year old now (laughs) all right okay closer to a year than six months i know that Uh, um (laughs) uh yeah so it's the the epilogue to Mortal Kombat 11. That's yeah, all. That, I was I was I was I was dying to know. I really was dying to know. Hey, what, it's what Night the, Wolf. What would happen? Hey, it's <laughs> Bujin. Uh Oh, Shang Tsung. Uh yeah. Um no, so it's just, you know, more excuse to destroy people in story mode. Um Yeah. It's got like optional endings, which is kind of weird. Where it's basically like, who do you want to be the winner of the of restarting time? I guess, and it's either Liu Kang <laughs> or Shang Tsung, and I picked Shang Tsung because I'm like, you know, Liu Kang's kind of lame, dude. I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah, I like yeah. have nothing to talk about this DLC. <laughs> it's like, it's literally <laughs> just like what happens like seconds after Mortal Kombat 11 ends, and I found myself saying, "What the fuck happened?" After Mortal Kombat 11 even began, I, I like I can't even remember what the fuck happened in the story. Johnny Cage <laughs> met his younger self and was like, "Man, I sucked in the 90s." Like that's a, that's as far as I remember. Uh, so 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 yeah, like the, the thing with like Mortal Kombat stories for me is like the I remember playing nine and thinking, "Man, this is this is it's refreshing to to have such a kind of weirdly fleshed out fighting game story that is like pure fucking." dumb saturday morning cartoon bullshit but it's still like fun in its own right my favorite campaign mode still to this day is mk9s just because it's just like uh it's literally like them retelling the first three games as plot that just used to be text boxes like through goofy shenanigans you know like said while while subverting it slightly with like changing who died at what point but then ever since that one it's like that one's just kind of like that was like a neat little story about like hey raiden actually fucks everything up because he's in yeah, yeah. Raiden sucks. Actually, it really seems to be like the message of these last three big stories. It's like, hey, Raiden, yeah, why don't you yeah. just fucking stop fucking with everything? Like, like, okay, and he never learns. It's like, I, I do think yeah, it's funny it's... that they are really committing to the time travel fuckery. Like shit that happens in MK9, where they're like, oh, the timeline's all fucked. Like it's just even more <laughs> fucked. Like, yeah, ex- yeah. You I mean... literally just have a fight at the beginning of time at the in this one. And it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. like you, you, you may be the Lord of Time now, Liu Kang, but you have to like go back to before Mortal Kombat 11 happened and steal this crown so that you can fix time. It's like <laughs> I don't even know what's going on anymore. Yeah, but just 
so yeah I, I, and i really did find myself tuning out more so than probably the other campaign although that doesn't say much because i can't remember the other campaign other than the other, Rousey the other, was the terrible other. and johnny cage was oh good. god um yeah the, the, the other campaign was just okay Liu kang's got a uh, raiden's going up against the time god uh, Jax does like a heel jo- jo- turn in MK11 that's like super out yeah. of character for him and it's yep, kind yep. of dumb and they rectify it in this where he's like oh I guess I'm not a bad guy because it's like why the fuck did Jax do that <laughs> yeah, it's like it's just weird he was just talking about like I'd do anything to save my daughter and then he like immediately turns into a guy on the team of people who's trying to kill his daughter and it's like why would what because he wants his arms back <laughs> It's never stopped fucking anybody before in Mortal Kombat. You, like, you could be fucking quadriplegic and you could still whoop ass in Mortal Kombat. I just like, yeah, it's fine, Jax. It's fine. I mean, it's it's like the, the thing. The, the thing that I've always found funny about the Mortal Kombat stories is like anyone could just end this at any time by doing a fatality. That's the funniest part. Is like Shang Tsung <laughs> just chilling with people, and he's like, "I guess we have to do this uneasy alliance." It's like, why don't you just murder everyone, dog? We know you're gonna do it anyway. <laughs> exactly it's like yeah it's 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 it's, that's what makes it so funny and like and and the fact that they don't do that allows for johnny cage to be a family man it's like it's like i just think it's it's so so funny too now that um nobody in mortal kombat can fucking get along like it's like every (laughs) every part of this dlc is like oh looks like night wolf and shang soon are gonna have to be best friends and then and then like literally like 10 minutes in it's like fuck you shang Tsung, you're evil How, why would i be friends with the guy who killed me in two games ago? it's like the guys nothing's what is going on it's almost like what i don't know yeah i don't know if that's by design or not like i feel like like if this was smarter writing this would be hilarious look at like well look at what happens when a bunch of meatheads try to save the world you know they just start punching each other but i don't think that's what Mortal yeah, combat's yeah. trying to say i think it's literally just like we need to have a reason for these guys to fight now <laughs> and, yeah and the reason usually ends up being fuck you <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah it's, it's like we need to we need to give the we need to give these kind of like people regardless of their relationship to each other like they could be father and daughter they could be fucking lovers or whatever we need to be able to give them an excuse to disembowel each other and then at the end of the fight go like oh yes sorry for for sorry for fighting you let's <laughs> let's continue with the story it's yeah. like are you gonna <laughs> listen to me now cassie cage after i just disemboweled you good <laughs> just, yeah I may, I may have just like stuck blades into your fucking eyeballs and like snapped your spine at every fucking point <laughs> but that that was that was just so you could like listen to my point of view on this situation. It's like, I, I forgot how somehow Mortal Kombat 11 seems to actually find a way to go too far with the stage hazard attacks, where yeah. some of them are gnarlier than fatalities. There is one on this particular level where there's like a a big spiky metal ass, like a black metal looking basin of like blood, right? It kind of looks like yeah, a, yeah. a baptism pool, like where you dunk a baby, and like. <laughs> And one of the things is, like, at any time you can hit RB and, like, slam the opponent's head through a spike on this thing. <laughs> and it cuts to an x-ray of the spike going, like, through their brain and out the other side. And they go, oh! And then, and then it pulls them out. And it's like, oh, he just gets back up. And then you can beat him up and knock him. It's like, sorry, dead. Instantly dead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, you man. can't, you can't like, have your in-game health bar still fucking halfway full attacks be fatalities guys there's a limit even to mortal Kombat. there was like the fucking it was it was like um what the fuck was it it was like there's there's a bit in mk11 i can't remember the fucking guy's name it's like one of the kind of godlike characters that 
he's he's fighting his lover and it's you know and it's just it just purely because they fucking disagree on how to proceed with a situation and there's just this move that he does where he gets his fucking like saw blade and saws into yeah. her and then picks her up oh, that's Kotal and, Khan. and uh i yes, cheese yeah, that Kotal move Khan, yeah. to holy hell whenever i use him in yeah. campaign mode uh, yeah, exactly. Sawing her yeah. in half, you know, it's just, it's just a marital like, dispute. Sawing her in half and then like pulling her up above his head and like pour, pulling her open to drink her blood. <laughs> I'm like, that's a very loving relationship there. Yeah, like, very like, healthy way to solve this. Don't, don't kink shit. <laughs> yeah, some <laughs> army hammer shit or whatever. Look, if people want to perform pseudo Mayan death rituals in the privacy <laughs> of their own home, I, I'm fine with it. <laughs> just don't do it out and about in the streets where I can see it. <laughs> Kotal Khan is such a weird character. Oh, by the way, uh, he's dead now. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Well, in, in, in the DLC. Yeah, the DLC, I guess, like, uh, yeah. as the story stands now, when we last met Kotal Khan, his head got kicked <sighs> off of a pirate ship. That's not <laughs> a lie. See, 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 the thing is, like, I, I played through that entire story, and I can't remember, a, like, I can't remember a fucking thing about it. This it's is actually like, one of the few times, like, Angry Joe had some, like, legitimately, like, like, why aren't more people mentioning this criticism? Because <laughs> yeah, he has a great yeah. point where he said, like, every new character introduced in MK10 and 11 gets fuck all given to them in the story. Yeah, books. yeah. Aaron Black should be badass. He's a ninja cowboy. It's like having ninja <laughs> yeah. Clint Eastwood. And they give this fucker nothing. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. He comes it's, in yeah. in Aftermath. Because Aftermath really feels like a, huh, sorry we didn't use any of these fucking characters in the story mode type of thing. <laughs> like, first off, you get to control Nightwolf. I feel like people were like, where was he? Why didn't anyone use it? Like, it was just like, I think he was like DLC. It's like basically like, okay, yeah. we actually worked those DLC characters into the story. It kind of feels like, oh, here's Scarlet. You wanted to be Scarlet, right? Uh, <laughs> here's Rain. I don't think Rain's in the story. Um, I was honestly hoping, and I know this is probably a rights issue, that, th- that this Aftermath DLC would have included Arnold. Sylvester yeah, Stallone, yeah, yeah. RoboCop, fucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, Highlander Raiden. I don't know the actor. Chris, Chris, Christopher Lambier, because they have that pack. I downloaded oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, pack yeah. where they got all the movie actors likenesses for all the characters, and that shit is great, <laughs> because we now have a hyper-realistic video game where Arnold Schwarzenegger can disembowel Christopher Lambier and Sly Stone. <laughs> Hello, Sly Stone. <laughs> and, and RoboCop, whoever that guy is. Uh, that guy... He like collects art that now, guy, but it, he was an actor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, RoboCop actor. I just think it's funny because like it's like we have like a '80s meathead hunk fighting simulator game. I was like, this should just be a game. Like we should just have well, you, guys from '80s you, you movies think, killing each other. That's awesome. Well, you, th- you, you think you think of how like kind of schlocky and time travel focused this all is. Imagine you just transported all those characters to like the '80s. Yeah, it's... and you just had like like you know, and and then you had to play like. Had to play fucking Arnold, uh, like Arnold or whatever, oh, going the Arnold just voice. tearing through, yeah, Dude. just tearing through the fucking like, oh god, that could be so good. I've got to say something about the Mortal Kombat 11 Arnold voice. Uh, I don't, I don't think my Arnold is a good Arnold. I think I do a better Arnold than this Arnold. <laughs> like, like, I was like, my jaw dropped when I heard him talk. I was like, that's. Drunk guys at bars can do a better Arnold than this guy. Like, what is yeah, going yeah. on? Like, it's just, I don't. It's like Puck, uh, Puka Hand. You know, it's it's like it's totally. It's like, I'll be back. It's like it just sounds like someone doing the most half-assed phone-in Arnold. Like, you couldn't just get Arnold. 
What is he hasta doing? La, hasta la vista, baby. But then you can get... But this is just like, look. look at, Sylvester Sloan is killing Christopher Lambeer by tearing out his throat. Like, this is... <laughs> this could be a series, Never, NetherRealm. Like, play your cards yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Smooze with the right people. I want to see Samurai <laughs> Cop in here. I want to see fucking... I just want to see, like, every possible 80s hunk dude, like, just, like, ripping people in half. I, it's, come on. I want to see... I want to see Angry Jewel. I want... Give me, like, 80s slasher villains versus 80s action heroes of the game. Like, just... Why not? Why not? It's basically oh, there. Oh, yeah, man. the Jokers in this game. Because Joker. Oh, yeah. Right? I, yeah. Uh, it's, 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 it's pretty, it's pretty he, dangerous. Ha, ha, ha. He, he, he. Um. He, he, he. Is I, the Joker. Um, it's funny uh, seeing the Joker being, like, more violent than even probably he was in the Joker movie. He, like, one of his fatalities, he just, like, yeah. viciously shanks someone to death, and it's actually quite uncomfortable. Like, it's, like, a, it's a little too, like, yeah, that's, that's like, a shanking. Yeah. Wow, was that was that not kind of their like whole response to like the MK versus DC universe thing, where it was like they had to nullify all I, the I believe kind it of was fatalities? The villains can get gored, but the heroes cannot, or something like that. Right? Or, oh, okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Or, or it was like something where like they were very subtle, like. like the Joker would pull out a gun, but it would just say "bang" or something. You know, it's just like yeah, uh-huh, yeah. And then he'd punch him because he's crazy. <laughs> um, which is, to be fair, very much more like the Joker than him just killing someone for no reason, like a like, murder. Like he would, yeah. he would do the bang uh, thing, and then he'd punch you in the dick or something. That's. I mean, that that that's that's, that seems like, like honestly, that kind of seems like way more of a fun move. Like nowadays, like back then, you'd be like, "Oh, I want to see the gore because I'm fucking like 15 years old or something, or I'm a dumbass." <laughs> you're you're so, not but, alone but in thinking like, that because friendships are literally a DLC. Because they were like requested, and like now there's friendships in the game, which were always the yeah. best. Because it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, Babe Allies were the best. Let's be real. turning everyone to a baby is always funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, it's weird. I, 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 it had been a minute since I had been in MK11, and I just you know toured the all the game modes and remembered like, oh my god, it's a grind fest. That's right. They want you to grind yeah, yeah. for gear. That's holy shit. And yeah, I just, ugh. Ugh. it's. I mean, it's also just like I, I, you know, it's weird to say that the only reason I played MK, like the the later ones especially, was just was for the, or, you know, the later ones, you know, the only reason I played them was for the story. You know, it, it's there's no other like yeah. I'm not a big fan of MK fighting. Like I mean, I think we talked about this on the podcast before, but it's like it, it's kind of I see it's kind of blocky like not not it is like like, yeah it's not 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 in the not in the not in the like block like blocking people's hits or something i just mean like it's very mechanical movement that feels like four you know what i mean it's like really yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's like you don't really know unless you played it but if i feel like anyone who just heard me say that like gets what i mean like it's like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. it feels like going diagonal feels like you really gotta like jam your joystick (laughs) like yeah like like really hop over to yeah it's and They've, they've gotten smoother, but there's, it's funny how, like, they still feel like MK2 and 3, like, in their, yes, at their core, yeah. which I kind of almost admire on a level. It's like, that's kind of cool you guys never strayed from your weird blocky, it, 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 like, it makes you distinctive, like, it doesn't feel like a Street Fighter clone, does it? It feels like a, this weird thing where you kind of are keying in, like, cheat yes, codes yeah. as your moves, almost. Yeah, it's like, yeah. it's like, ta- it's typing, it's dial a combo, it's like. Yeah, there's, it's, it's like, what if, ty- what if Typing of the Dead was a fighting game? Like- <laughs> Damn, that'd be cool. <laughs> Typer fighter. It would just bring, like, this, like, like, 
Man, like a certain type Street of kid taper. would just wreck at that game. Like, like there was always like some typing like savant in a class. Like any did you ever take <laughs> yeah. typing class in elementary school? <laughs> no, no, but I know what you mean. <laughs> you, never had the, you never had them come in with these giant oversized calculators that were the size of like a Wii U gamepad that were just keyboards <laughs> with LED no. screens, and you just and the whole thing was like it just gave you random words and you had to type them real quick. And there was always some kid who just like was murder at that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, those typing exercises were bizarre. Um, <laughs> that guy is no ninja. Oh, oh also, this uh, game is one of those games that fucking commandeers my 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 dumb Corsair uh, keyboard and like hijacks the LED controls so that it's just like spiraling gold and silver, and it highlights the, <laughs> it highlights the M and K on my keyboard. Oh my it's god! So dumb. <laughs> Not since Mafia 3 have I been disgusted with my keyboard being taken from me. For those who don't remember, Mafia 3 and actually Mafia, the, the remake of the first one, do this thing where, like, whenever the cops catch you, all of a sudden, like, your mouse and keyboard start, like, lighting up, like, cops light car, like, like, like <laughs> cop car lights, and it's like, that. what? This is so annoying. I, I, that's, I, I had no, I mean, well, it's just because I've never had a fucking... Like, I, I just I, I guess I have the right gear RGB keyboard that just is naturally yeah. conditioned to like obey these video games with me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'd rather you didn't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. It, it took fucking... so long for me to like train this fucking keyboard to just be like solid blue or something. I just picked a color and it still gives me grief, but it's like <laughs> It's you. You don't realize how distracting that is until you're trying to play like a fighting game and you see like swirling yellow because you dared to pick scorpion. Or you know, yeah, because it seems like the fucking worst. That's that's what it is. It's like you highlight a character on the select screen and your keyboard changes to like their most dominant color. You know, <laughs> so it's like oh, it's blue. Yes, yeah, Sub Zero. Blue, purple. All, yeah, gray. It, it turns like flesh colored for Kano because he's mostly like shirtless and bald. <laughs> so it's like. <laughs> Yeah, um, Mortal Kombat 11, totally cool fighter. I have, like, no problems with the game itself. It's just, it's cocooned in microtransactions and systems on systems that exist to, like, pr- it doesn't even seem like the cause is to, like, make more money off you. It's, like, to confuse you to the point where you go, you know what, I don't even care about unlocking that one costume I actually think looks cool. Because yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. even know how to get to it. It's like, it's like, <laughs> like you look at it, it's like unlocked in the crypt specifically at the forge at location negative 2.5 knots. And it's just like, what the <laughs> fuck is that? Like, it's just, give me the thing. Like, what just, like, just, okay, like, whatever, I'll grind your dumb currency. Don't make me grind, like, the currency of the currency of the currency. Like, I just. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's. What is that, this, that, that Gaia Impact? Whatever the fuck that, Genshin Impact? Like, <laughs> Gaia, what is this, Gaia Online? Gaia Online, you can tell how much I played G- G- Genshin Impact because we didn't talk shit about it. That was a game I was I was fully intending to get around to at some point because it, it seemed like it kind of took the industry by storm for like a few days. Did it, did it, it was take like, the industry was... by storm or did it just appeal to those of us who have crippling depression, which is, it, 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 those games... <laughs> feel themselves on people like us <laughs> yeah so, exactly i i i i never i never touched it i, n- I never like which is weird because i'm a fucking depressed wreck G- Genshin impact uh, did well because the majority of the planet is depressed <laughs> yeah, put that in your box yeah. <laughs> perfect for pandemic it's uh yeah, this game's great because i'm sad <laughs> 10 out of 10 <laughs> um but yeah, I don't know. Um, I can't. I can't remember shit about MK10 story. 
Oh, I can't remember fucking, anything like, because call, I can't fucking get it to run. Whatever. 2021, still cannot get fucking game to run. That, still. That, that is, I, I completely forgot that that game was like, that PC release was completely fucked. I remember when they said it's literally, it, it is impossible. It cannot be done upgrading it to XL. And then, you know. <laughs> One day you got that little update notice on your Steam, and oh, I guess they could. I guess they found the button that does that. But that, but like when 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 MK10 released, that was properly like PC players can't play. That was like Arkham Knight levels yeah, of like that was the era of Warner Bros. Just like I don't know, taking the wrong combination of crazy pill. Like what was up with them for that brief period of time where yeah. they were just like fuck PC? This is like <laughs> it was like the fall like, of fucking the PC. It was just they like, hated it. That is, it's, like, it's, it's, <laughs> It's it's why when people talk about like there's never been a situation like this with cyberpunk, I'm like there's been plenty of situations like in the last decade that have been exactly I, like this. Cy- cyberpunk has got its faults. Uh, I I yes, personally yeah, 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 yeah. love that game to death, and but I I agree it is a technical mess even on PC to an extent. But like it is not Arkham Knight bad or whatever the fuck Arkham or what the fuck is that game even called? The, it was Arkham Knight third yeah. Batman game. What? been put ported on the pc all bad like that one uh dave lang killed batman yeah, dave lang's batman is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> i believe that's how he loved that game to be referred to for- <laughs> uh yeah it's uh he he racketeered batman was it racketeer <laughs> was dave lang was joint lang? batman <laughs> spin up the batmobile um <laughs> <laughs> with uh, music from the suburban all-stars <laughs> oh christ yeah it's uh man yeah that, that was that was a weird thing it was just like you know games have been buggy games have been taken off the store i will i will say i haven't i haven't played much cyberpunk at all since kind of game of the year stuff and since putting out that video because like you know I, I i don't know one thing i will say is that I streamed it on uh, GeForce Now, uh, the N- NVIDIA's uh, kind you're, of game streaming service. You're still like the only person I know who uses it's, GeForce Now. It's, it's, it's so good. I wish more publishers would get on board with it. It's, it's so like, funny. I, I lived, every time I remember it exists, it's because you mention it. Like, like <laughs> I, I have had NVIDIA less. stuff. <laughs> I don't use it. <laughs> I I had less issues with with Cyberpunk on GeForce Now than I did on my fucking 3080 PC. Like it, you know it's it's like it's kind of absurd like that like weirdly like so that's that the whole thing's really weird like there's some there's some games that just do not work very well with it. Like I was supposedly like try, I was trying to run um like Watch Dogs Legion through it on on you know like high settings. And it looked like fucking dog shit. But Cyberpunk is still like even when you're streaming it, and because you can you can get like ray tracing and stuff through that, which is like the thing that makes that game look as good as it does when it wants to look good, as far as I'm concerned. But it's like that game still looks incredible even when you're just streaming it. Like it, my girlfriend and I were playing it on New Year's Eve, and we were just both kind of thinking like man i i was i was definitely like stopping to say like man this game looks fucking incredible like is g G force now there it's it sucks because like the the, when that thing started out it was the fucking you know sure it was the fucking wild west where they were just like you can play fucking any game that you own through this 
and then it was it was like the long dark developers that were like no you owe us money for for this stuff and like you know fair enough like i'm not i'm not here to like argue that but it's just could they not have worked something out because it's like because that is for me as someone with like limited hard drive space because i fucking i go through so many fucking external hard drives filled with fucking game footage and all that like to be able to not have to like install a game it's been really great for like checking out a lot of games on my kind of steam backlog because i don't have to like wait to install them it's just i click them and i'm just fucking playing it's it's, it's like legitimately geforce now is fucking great like it, and it, in the age of fucking covid i really don't know why they haven't been able to like ramp that up i get like, you know it's I guess it's because they're trying to make it seem like it's the portable thing. You can take it, you can take these games anywhere and stuff, but it's like, no, it's really useful if you just want to like save on hard drive space or if you have like a lower end computer because you're you're running like an, a, a, a high end rig on NVIDIA's end with like a fucking quadro card or something. And so you can, you can do all the things like ray tracing and stuff. Like I say, it's, it's, I really don't know, like, why more, like, there were there were games that kept getting taken off of it and stuff, like, the Yakuza games were all on there, the ones that were on PC, and, and everything, um, and they got taken off, and there's all kind, like, you kind of have to keep checking on it to see if games are still on there and everything, but you can play, like, all the Witcher games and everything, um, the Hitman games are on there, which, the Hitman stuff is fucking great, because when you're installing all those fucking maps, that game is, like, 150 fucking gigs or something 200 gigs maybe like but you can just stream it and and it, and you can have all the maps there and you can just pick whatever one you want and it, and it looks really fucking good and i don't know why they aren't fucking doing more with it and it costs like you can get it for free like you don't even have to pay for it but if you do pay for it then you get like priority in the queue and stuff and you get kind of like unlimited play as opposed to like timed sessions and stuff. But like the, the time sessions are like an hour that you get, I think. Uh, it, so, you know, you can play an hour of a game just streaming it. Um, and it was a fucking wild experience. Like obviously not ideal, but the idea that I can like load up cyberpunk on my phone and have it like with ray tracing enabled and all this shit and like having it look like the fucking best thing ever is like, completely fucking wild to me um so yeah i don't know i i i really you know as much as it brings into question all kinds of things to do with like you know ongoing concerns with game ownership and stuff like that like if we just give if we just put more of it we we put more into like streaming games and stuff like it is wildly convenient and the the kind of it used to be things like place you you get like PlayStation now where you'd be limited to like 720p or something like that and the frame rate would be all over the place and stuff like we're past those days like the the kind of the the bump in quality is like barely noticeable anymore and it's the the, the kind of boost to convenience is so fucking sky high i i like I don't know. I I I really could not recommend GeForce now more. It's fucking fantastic. Um, yeah, I I would I would really recommend you try it out at some point. Like if you just have like because you can just you can now you can like a a problem with it used to be that 
you couldn't just sync your Steam library to it, so you had to, like, search through its list of games and see if it had it there. Like, see if that game was on the list to be, like, available to be streamed through GeForce. Whereas now you can just, like, link your Steam account and it'll sync, like, all the games that are there. You still have to manually search for, like, games on Epic Store or, like, Uplay or whatever, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it's all, it's all there. It's, it's like, it's, you know, it's just, there's, there's a lot, like, I think I can, I think I have, like, access to, like, 120 games from my Steam library in GeForce now that I can just open and just be playing. It's fucking great. So fucking good. But, um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know how much longer that's going to be a thing. I, I, I really don't hear anyone talking about it, <laughs> especially given that Cyberpunk has been such a fucking wreck on consoles and stuff. It's like, well, just get GeForce now. You can play it on your fucking phone <laughs> or like, or any kind of like, like you can play it on your laptop, your fucking shite computer, anything. Like you can just, and, I and think I'll play great. it on Stadia. <laughs> yeah, well, the, th- the problem with Stadia is that you have to fucking buy all your games again, which is like, why would I fucking do that? I can't even that? use uh, my Stadia controller, I realized. I, I got the I got a what? dumb, because uh, I have that fucking YouTube Red still, or whatever the fuck it's called now, <laughs> and uh, um, which is all, Google also uses as like a way to like pawn off all their shitty shit that nobody bought on people for free. So I've been given like <laughs> two to three Google Nests, uh, and I was offered two Stadia's, but I took one, <laughs> and uh, I took the Stadia. But um, to get the Stadia, they made you like sign up for the subscription, right? So then I had like yeah. a week of having a, a Stadia subscription without actually being able to use it, and then by the time it got <laughs> here, it was almost out, and I fucking they got like a month out of me, and then I canceled it. Uh, but now I have like the physical hardware. Um, and I realized I don't have any Android devices with uh, the most recent Marshmallow update. I had to look up that Marshmallow, I believe, is the operating system name for Android users. Uh, okay. Uh, um, but yeah, I, I don't... I can't use it. <laughs> also, what the fuck is this? Thing? It's so... God. It's, it's really... It's, <sighs> I, I mean, it's, it's, it's like... I, I looked up the release date there for Stadia. This thing is... It's weird to think that this thing has been out for over a year. Like, because it kind of seems like that's actually... For how badly it's done, the fact that Google has kept it alive this long is kind of shocking. (laughs) uh, But, yeah, I don't know. I want to try Cyberpunk on Stadia, like, really bad. Like, I'm so curious. You're you're willing to put down the fucking money again to buy Cyberpunk twice? that's the thing. (laughs) Yeah, it's like... they, They really need to, like give you a little demo or something like you know just give yeah, you a little yeah. time to just be like all right here's what it's like before you pull the trigger on like a fucking 60 dollar game <laughs> like, well see that's, that's the thing it's like you're meant to be able to you're, you're meant to be able to like be watching like a youtube video and just go like oh this this, this youtube video is about this game bring up stadia and be playing that game like immediately and it's i, I don't know it's such a weird fucking thing man like why it's, it's so the thing is if that had come out a year later, if that had come out to, like, battle with the consoles, then you might have an actual, like, especially in fucking COVID times, like, where people are strapped for cash and all that stuff, like, then you'd have a fucking sales case, but you were, they brought it out when people were like, well, I already own, like, all the fucking games on here, and you're asking me to buy them again so I can stream them, when GeForce Now is available, and 
doesn't require me to to buy all these games again. I can just stream what I fucking own as I should be able to do. And it's like, why the fuck would I? Like, it, I I don't know. It's but the, but the thing is, again, I hear the cyberpunk runs really well on Stadia. It's um, but I, I well actually no, I've heard I've heard mixed things on that. I've heard some people say it runs really well, and I've heard some people say it runs like fucking dog shit. All I know is that on GeForce Now, it's fucking great. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. It's I, uh, I don't know. I could, I can't wait to get back to Cyberpunk. Actually, I'm kind of, I kind of gave it. Uh, I want to like come back to it once it gets another patch. I think is what my yeah yeah my wait is yeah. for. Uh, I've still got like so much I want to do in that game. Uh, yeah, I did the. I think I last time I played it, I did. I finished up all the racing missions, which you know. Hey, turns out it's not just about racing in those missions. That's what's so fucking oh, cool about that game. It? They all like culminate into different stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's so oh, good, man. I I keep I I've seen so many fucking takes that I've seen so many like, incorrect just, it, takes. Just like people saying yeah. shit that they're like, oh, like the game doesn't do this, and I'm like, I have like seen this thing you're saying isn't in the game with my own eyes. It does do this. Yeah, thing. Like, like yeah. There's like just like handfuls of shit I just like breeze by on twitter i'm just like that's wrong but it's yeah, like, yeah it's like, like factually incorrect yeah like it's, it's not even I, like I, an opinion I, thing it's like you're literally just like incorrect about this piece of software like i'm sorry <laughs> like but i mean even even on the like the kind of like the, the the opinion side of things like i keep seeing people saying that oh it's doing the gta 5 thing and i'm just like it's not it's not it's really someone not said so uh, the police presence in cyberpunk feels like the company that cd project red didn't know whether or not they were making an rpg or gta and i was like i mean aren't the cops there because it's like they're in a big city like they'd be here i mean like you gotta have a cop system if you have your big city set in a world where it's established there are police right it's like I don't well, know. I mean, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Well, the, the, the thing is, like, you know, I, I, the, the, the cop system, and there was that, you know, the cop system was apparently, like, implemented really late into the game's and it feels development like it. and everything. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's but bad. It's, like, it's, it's like, like, I, I mean, like, did you not expect there to be some sort of, like, you do crime, cops get called system in the cyberpunk video? Like, people are, like, saying, like, oh, yeah. like, this, this has no business being here. It's like, uh, it's a giant, yeah, overdeveloped metropolitan city. Like, what, what, what? Yeah, and it's, cops are like a huge thing in cyberpunk because they've been like warped into some different, crazier version. Of, like it's a, it's a faction. What are you fucking talking about? <laughs> it's yeah. I I don't know. I mean, the thing is, like, also the 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 more I read up on that game's like the actual like tabletop or the the kind of um the the the, the original game Cyberpunk twenty twenty, um, the more I'm like, man, the stuff I'm the, the stuff that if you were into this tabletop game and you were playing Cyberpunk 2077, you would be having your mind fucking blown left, right, and center at the shit you were you'd be seeing. Like the They're, like they've like rendered chipping in has yeah. been around since well before the refused recorded it. Like like I, I <laughs> yes, saw someone yeah, say yeah. like I I went to like some thread of like older dudes from like the eighties talking about how fucking excited for this game they were and they were like like I it was crazy I could like sing along with this song I'd never heard before. Because I had, yeah, like, read yeah. it so many fucking times in my books, and it's like, I really envy being like those dudes. Like, I, I, I wish I had like had history with Cyberpunk because I bet there's so much shit that has gone over my head in this game that's been like, oh my mm-hmm. god, that's an amazing reference, or like, wow, they're tying yeah. this in or something. Because I, like, like Johnny Silverhand's like a huge player. Like, I think he's like a gnarly big NPC that probably many people 
who played the tabletop game must have interacted with, you know, in various yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, that's got to be so cool. Yeah, it's 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 like you know the, the the way that they've fleshed out these stories with like you know characters like Alt Cunningham and stuff like that. It's it's you know they, they've they've really taken great care to 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 like extend the storylines from the original game like into into places that you'd think like man like this is it, it, like if you were a fan of those those games you would be fucking like loving this like and it's, it's it's one of those things where i'm just like like you know i, I, I don't know it's just it's just kind of again it's still kind of depressing to see people just be like man fuck this fucking piece of shit game it's bullshit like you know the story's cynical fucking horseshit and like you know it's, 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 it's like, like it's one of the least cynical yeah like across it's... the board games i've ever it, it literally has so much like social justice aspects that people would i, I do not understand where like the yeah. the gta thing gets thrown at it other than big yeah. city cops come when you do bad it's like and like like the, the thing I, is I just, it's like, like, like the, 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 like so gta5 like kind of takes all the the kind of bullshit that you know happens to people in society and stuff and just uses it as a joke at 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 the expense of GTA is just a giant those South people Park getting joke. fucked over. It's like one big yeah, episode it's... of South Park, but what if the joke was like America or, or like the city? Or mostly America. Like, but like you know, it's like like but, that's it. Like it's, it's cynical, it's, it's... sassy, fucking I know I'm being a shithead, bad faith, I- ironic criticism. Like it's and that's yeah. fine. Like that's that's a yeah, genre it's... and it does its thing. And but it's like yes, that's not exactly cyberpunk. <laughs> Like cyberpunk does that, and or, or cyberpunk like takes that issue and is and and very much goes like this is the fault of the corporations. Like this is like yeah. the corporations did this, and we need to fucking stop them. <laughs> Which you know, like people have argued, like okay, you know, if it's if it's coming from CD Projekt Red, then you know who are who themselves are a big corporation and stuff. Like does it does it work or whatever? But I'm like, you know, one one of the things I've 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 you know I've realized. Uh, or I've come to like, I've come to start thinking in recent years or whatever is that yes, it's very you you can you can have your kind of like metatextual analysis of a video game and and like bring in elements of its production and stuff, but the experience still matters. Like the experiential element of it, especially with games, like or with, but with media of any kind, like the experiential element of it matters a great deal. Like and I think people forget that a lot of the time, where it's just if anything to do with like the production of of a of of a piece of media doesn't line up with all like the views of that that media or whatever then then it's it, then it's inherently hypocritical and it falls it completely falls apart but it's like no sometimes you can actually just you can, you can look at art through a number of different lenses it's fine and like yes you can you can you can analyze problems and stuff but you, you know that doesn't make it you know, it doesn't make people bad people for liking it, or it doesn't make pe- you know, it doesn't make people stupid for like you know. It's it's I, I don't know. It's it's fucking the the way this game has been discussed continues to fucking depress me as to people's like you know their their weird fucking views of art that are like I I I dare say very kind of conservative and moral panicky and stuff like that and i'm just a bit like i don't know this is 
you know, this is the stuff that I thought we were meant to be against. <laughs> like, you know, I thought we were we were kind of meant to just be for, you know, like exploring kind of like, you know, ideas through art and stuff like that. And um, never question, but, assume but, Hamish. Just assume. <laughs> And then move on <laughs> to the next thing. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, make your assumption based on never having played the game, never having experienced it, and then just uh, your opinion is still just as valid as the person saying the person that has experience saying it, saying that it's it's not like the it's not like that at all. Ugh, man, it's fucking depressing. It's fucking ugh. <laughs> ugh, but, um, 2021 is so much better than 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, th- I think on I think on that note, like <laughs> I, I I I I think that's actually probably a decent place to to maybe like wrap up. It's like you know it's getting quite late over here. I've uh, you know I don't want to keep my 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 girlfriend up like too 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 much longer with belly laughs or whatever. But um uh yeah I, I don't know. It's I mean also I also haven't I've played like fuck all else. <laughs> Yeah, um, I played just like a lot of like either the same stuff I was already playing like around game of the year or just you know the week yeah. where there's only like so much you can say about that big old game and it's beautiful and broken and it's like <laughs> I mean it's, it's 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 one of those things where we just gave you fucking 12 hours of podcast <laughs> it's just, yeah. like I think two and two and a half hours will will suffice <laughs> exactly. um, we're just we're just but, so uh, excited about the Biden presidency <laughs> but we just can't we just can't play games we can't yeah oh hooray we're off to a great start hooray hooray um Joe Biden. I, mean, I mean at least at least it's not trump anymore yeah that's gonna be like the new uh, that's like the new measurement for everything Could be trump. yeah yeah so die but uh yes but you know 2021 does have some great podcasting to come. We should get, we should do some Bitbusters at some point. I know that's oh, kind yeah. of like saying, to, put, putting that on you, like, okay, Nico, get to work on Bitbusters now. Um, but, uh, I've, I've missed it. I, I need, I need my fix. Um, but, uh, I hopefully, hopefully soon as well. Um, I'm, I'll, you know, there might be some disruption if I'm like moving flats and stuff. Um, but, you know, hopefully I'll be able to have like a better setup and everything and, we just uh, we'll, record from the van, the moving van. Exactly. Yeah, get in the van, the podcast version. White, it's, white it's, van it's man with uh, Hamish Black. <laughs> oh my 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 soul was ninety seven percent caffeinated bullshit, <laughs> and, and, and Nico was sucking up Seven Eleven or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Family man. Podcast man. Podcast. Man. <laughs> just, like, just like the back perspective of a guy putting a gun up to his head, but he's got like headphones and a mic in front of him. Too. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a guy putting putting a gun to the, the Joe Rogan head, spinning around. Podcast man, you're such a freak bitch. Freak bitch. <laughs> Pour salt uh, on the Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Um, 
but yeah uh in terms of videos uh i will have something on dishonored um in the next few days hopefully uh and then a video on yakuza and also some wilder stuff i've got i've got some some plans for some more out there things that maybe aren't directly about video games but i'm kind of just using game design as a an excuse to talk about free jazz drummers playing on cheese drum kits and stuff uh, so yeah like analyzing uh, that one video of that guy playing the drum set made entirely out of ice <laughs> exactly it's, it's just the, <laughs> the game design of that henry rollins interview with that kid much like the witcher one the ice drum set is also unstable <laughs> oh man but yeah so there's 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 a there's a lot of good stuff to come uh nico where are the videos oh he 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 i'm the joker i'll never tell <laughs> you'll never tell check uh, your just iphone like, well... at the door <laughs> <laughs> i've got a website it's called my house <laughs> <laughs> I don't need downloads. I don't need MP3. I've don't decided I don't, I don't need to make videos because just you should just be watching Mega Sixty Four and Rocco Pony videos. <laughs> How dare I take up any airtime that you could be spending watching them instead? <laughs> don't give me downloads. Don't give me MP3s. I'll give you bullets. I'll give you this disease. <laughs> I was watching the fucking chicken tenders one as well, where he just has a rap about like. Fucking... Oh, that is a banger! That's such a good one. <laughs> Spaghetti sauce out the jar. <laughs> oh, it's fucking so good. Uh, uh, he's good. got he's got fairly fucking good flow for that one. It's actually <laughs> yes. not a bad rap. It's really funny. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> I've heard way worse. I was just like, hey, it, yes, man, it, for sure. it, it blows Fieldy's dreams out of the water. That's you, you could that's like that's the bedrock of bad rap. <laughs> so anything <laughs> I just I, I, I also just realized that like that that kind of cowboy one where he's talking about downloads and MP3s and all that, that's actually the sequel to another one he did called I'm an analog bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like floating over like fucking hacking footage and just going I'm an analog bitch I'm an analog bitch <laughs> oh it's so good it's the so one funny I, the one I always come back to is uh, where is it Andrew on Rooster Teeth hosts YouTube live at 3 2015 <laughs> day two when he just in character just takes over this Rooster Teeth like show and he just has this whole like persona who's trying to like bring these like unplayed JRPG games to light or something. Like, and he just lists off a bunch of fake game names he made, but it's just like he never breaks character or tells the hosts what he's doing. So oh just, man! What? What? Any? Actually, anytime Rocco goes to E3 and somehow weasels his way onto being on like Jeff Keighley's <laughs> panels. Like it's it's just like the best trolling that's ever done. Oh god. It's it's like uh what's the one as well? There's the the the, the dumbest one but the funniest one is when he's like he's he, he just he it's the Tim Tim Allen grunt one where he's just like, hey guys today I'm gonna be doing a Tim Allen parody skit 
And it's just like he just does a bunch of things where it's like, oh, when you take when you take the the when when it's raining, you don't have an umbrella. But when you take when you take an umbrella outside, it's not raining. <laughs> he just does that every fucking time, and it's the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. Just Rocco Bote going, <laughs> <laughs> and he just spends the like last half of the video going, "Hey, thanks to all my subscribers for like checking out this video. Uh, uh, tell me what other parodies you want me to do." To uh, and he's like referencing like individual commenters, like he's fucking got like four subscribers or something. It's, uh, it's, it's brilliant. It's fantastic it's like, stuff. He's one of the few people who has, like, figured out how to, like, interact with social media in, like, a fantastic way. <laughs> and, yeah, not, yeah. and only not better be- himself through it. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, not become totally destroyed by it. One of the most um, positive forces on the internet still. <laughs> true. Yeah. Um, but, aye. Uh, with that, uh, I think we'll wrap up the podcast there. That was fun. That was a, it was a nice easing back into things after the the game of the year. Uh, yeah, yeah, you need you needed, uh, test, you needed yeah. a buffer cast before we get into podcast phase three. <laughs> Careful, it's gonna be crazy. There's gonna be. I'm wondering if uh, the Jackass cast will be here. The <laughs> yeah, well, we, we there will definitely really be a deadly it. premonition cast at some point this year. I hope. Uh, yeah, yeah. Other one game centric ones that I can't think of right now. <laughs> once, once, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Once you beat Deadly Premonition 2, we have yeah, to I guess do that's really the, on me. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Instead, I played The Witcher 1 and wasted everybody's time. <laughs> Could have been playing Deadly Premonition 2, which would actually further a thing on the podcast. Yeah. That's <laughs> funny. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, with that, this has been the Writing on Games cast for... Uh, for January 20th, 2021, I'm Hamish, that's Nico, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. You, you freak bitches. <laughs> <laughs>